Dreamville, where no one sleeps deeply. The pillows are bad and the sheets are made cheaply. But there is one family in the Sleepyville town that uses my pillow for the best sleep around. My pillows are adjustable for proper alignment, and the Giza sheets breathe so they feel no confinement. So order my pillow for great sleep refinement. Why are they so chipper? Their co-workers wondered. So much energy and zest, like they've had the best slumber. And when they peeked in the window, the secret was clear. My pillow sheets, pillows, and mattress toppers appeared. My pillow is breathable and lasts more than 10 years. It's washable and dryable and was manufactured right here. Giza cotton is what makes the softest of sheets, and the mattress topper helps support pressure points for deep, dreamy sleep. So click the link below to stop counting sheep. We want my pillow! The citizens of Sleepyville cried, but they didn't realize the family had a surprise inside. They were all given a my pillow to keep. We spent a third of our life snoozing, so let's make it quality sleep. I got towels too. And mine are blue. So welcome to my pillowville where everyone sleeps on the pillows that align and the softest of sheets. With the support of the mattress topper, the people snooze deep and wake up well rested and their deadlines they keep. So if your bed feels like rocks and your sheets feel like Brillo, you need better sleep, which means you need my pillow. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead, click the button. I'm tired of rhyming, so please click it and save me. Please, I can't rhyme anymore. Just click that link. Stop watching this and click the link to get the best sleep of your life. I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there. Choice I leave to you. Yo, man. Yo. Open up, man. What do you want, man? My girl just caught me. You made her catch you? I don't know how I let this happen. <laughs> the girl next door, you know? I don't know what to do. So it wasn't you. Alright. Honey came in and she got me red handed, creepy with the girl next door. Picture this, we were both but naked, banging on the bathroom door. How could I forget that I had given her an extra key? All this time she was standing there, she never took her eyes off me. Oh, you think I know my access to your villa? Just for sun, I beat this all in your clean on your pillar. You better watch your back before she turn into a killer. Just review the situation that you call the pinna. To be a true player, you feel no hope to play. Did she say a night can be so say a day? Never admit to a word where she say, and if she claim I used to love baby, no way. But she got me on the counter, it wasn't me. Saw me banging on the sofa, it wasn't me. I even had her in the shower, it wasn't me. She even got me on camera, it wasn't me. She saw the marks on my shoulder, it wasn't me. Heard the words that I told her, 
Welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I'm the Mick, and with me, of course, my much better, beloved, better half. V. Lynn. Hello, Patriots. So, what happened today? Wasn't me. <sighs> That's what I heard. <laughs> a little shaggy there for you. Because, uh, yeah, we're going to do a little bit there on uh, old Hill Dog, because uh, according to her... Wasn't me. That's what she said. Wasn't yeah, me. Wasn't, wasn't me. Wasn't her. Wasn't her staff. Didn't have nothing to do with her. Oh, this is all Donald Trump's doing. Donald uh, Trump. Of course. Oh, oh yeah. Trump, oh, it's all Trump Trump's derangement fault. system or syndrome, syndrome is. It's real. It, it's not only real, but it's, apparently there's long term effects of it. I didn't realize that it was going to be that long that we're going to have to deal with this for the next fucking four years. That this dumbass comes out. Blah, 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 blah. Well, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I, I mean, I, and we're seeing it go across party lines. I mean, now we're also seeing Republicans do it. And they're dancing to the tune. Well, it wasn't me. Wasn't me. Uh, I just hope that whatever plan Trump's got, uh, he burns everything, everybody down at once. It's not a thing where we got to fucking wait a month for one dude to get burnt down, then wait another month for possibly another guy to get burnt down, just to find out that it didn't really fucking matter in the, in the beginning. So well, uh, Hillary is a piece of shit. Yeah, I am absolutely. in complete agreement. I actually yes. met a lady today. It was actually quite comical. We were, I was at her house. It's fixing her garage door. And... Uh, <clears throat> 
I was just like, well, I hope your other motor doesn't break, blah, blah, blah. This had all this other stuff, a little bit, a little bit of small talk. And she says to me, she goes, well, you know, um, you wouldn't happen to be Catholic, would you? And I was like, yeah. And uh, she goes, oh, well, so am I. I was like, yeah, I could tell. I could see the necklace you were wearing because it's the same one I normally wear. Mm -hmm. And uh, she says, uh, she's just like, and then we started, then we went deep into politics. And uh, she was like way more red-pilled than I was. And I, I told her about Candace and everything. She said, hey, you should really check out Candace Taylor, blah, 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 this, that, and the other thing. And uh, we started talking about it. And um, she was like, you know, oh, man, there's this woman at her kid's school that she was talking about and how she acted and talked just like Hill Dog. And I was just like, so then I stopped her. I said, wait a minute. She was just killing kids? I mean... <laughs> Because that's what it Eating sounds for like. Breakfast. <laughs> and, and she started laughing. I thought this woman was going to have a heart attack and she's a little bit more elderly. I oh, thought for geez. sure she was going to have a fucking heart attack. Okay. You're quite comfortable. Wow. Insane. Well, let, let's, let's see what the kill dog had to say about it. Uh, are, are, we, are we going into that? Sure. Why not? Okay. Well, we'll start with Killary. Okay. Well, start with Killary. Yeah. Start, right, off the, right off the bat, we're going to jump right in. Right. Kill dog. Why not? You know, let's ruin everyone's night. No shit. She's so <laughs> ugly. I mean, I don't think most so people want to even look at her. I thought she was dead already. Uh, well, she's still on a dream. Honestly, throne, that, so. that doesn't even, you know, you, you see her one day and then you see her the next day and it's like, that's, that's not the same person I saw yesterday. Well, that's because she probably is IV in the drain crown into her veins. Maybe, sure. maybe. I mean, we know she has multiple body doubles too. Yeah, we know that. So, whoa, probably and of as well. course, and of course, no, nope, that why, didn't work. Why would that work? A fantastic. Well, I don't have it set up. Oh no, that's a rough one. Well, okay. So while you're setting that up, uh, from the New York Post today, Hillary Clinton campaign attorney moves to dismiss Durham investigation case. This is quite funny, actually. Um, so attorneys for Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign lawyer filed a motion Thursday to dismiss special counsel John Durham's case against him, calling the matter extraordinary prosecutorial overreach. Mm -hmm. uh no not no, so much no no yeah the lawyer michael sussman was charged last year in durham's trump russia investigation after he was accused of lying to an fbi agent when he told the bureau he wasn't advising clinton's 2016 presidential campaign okay before you continue can yeah. i can i just tell you right off the bat hmm. what this is yeah and i'm just gonna so everybody else understands too um if you think hold on uh blah, blah, blah. If you think Hillary is hideous, have you seen her dog-faced daughter? I mean, fucking fuck that bitch is fugly. She really She is. did. She took a nosedive off the fucking ugly tree and yes, hit every, every branch, branch on the way yes. down. She absolutely is. She, she's she rivals AOC for a horse face. What the hell is her name, too? Chelsea. Chelsea, Chelsea, Clinton. Chelsea Clinton. Who names her kid Chelsea? What you is know it? She, you know like who, a Chelsea she, Spaniel? You know who she's married to? Yeah. Uh, I do. You do. Yeah, I do. You do. It's your favorite person. I, I know. In the, right in the keeping it in the family. I know. George Soros. George Soros's nephew. nephew. Yes. Yep. I'm trying to remember his name though. Yep. I, I know, know it's his nephew, but I, I don't know the name. Yeah. Okay. Well, either way, let me tell you what this is. All right. What this, is this? When they bring this up, when they say, Oh, we're gonna file for a mistrial or whatever. Overreach, yeah. Prosecutorial uh overreach. Um, what they're afraid of is they have no they know that Sussman has no backbone. Well, Sussman is going to sing when he is squeezed. Oh, yeah. And Sussman this week has gone through two squeezings. I'm pretty sure it started out on Monday and a little bit of shit dripped out. Yep. And then yesterday, Tuesday, no, Wednesday, Wednesday, it was like a fucking goddamn ketchup bottle. Probably. 
So he's must, like must, mustard legs. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. So um in the motion to dismiss, Sussman's legal team said he did not make false statements to the FBI and argued that prosecutors he did. were pursuing him on a technicality. His lawyers argued that Sussman voluntarily met with FBI agents in September 2016 to, quote, pass along information that raised national security concerns. Except he just lied again right he there. He did. Because, because he, he was met meeting with, with the CIA. CIA. Exactly. He met with the CIA. Well, see, it makes, I think he met with both of them. He met with the CIA and, and he met with the FBI, but he met with both of them to pass on information about Trump that just because he thought it was a national security concern didn't actually make it a national security concern. Who Mark? is Mark? Oh, that's right. You know, he's another, he's one we haven't heard about for a while, but he was wrapped up Mark in the beginning Mazinski? of it too. You'll hear about him again. I bet. Mark Mazinski. Hmm. All right. So he I met, actually have to cl correct the record tonight too. And we'll do that in a little bit. Okay. Uh, he met with the FBI in other words, to provide a tip. There is no allegation in the indictment that the tip he provided was false. There is no allegation that he believed the tip that he provided was false, the motion says. Rather, Mr. Sussman has been charged with making a false statement about an entirely ancillary matter about who his client may have been when he met with the FBI, which is a fact that even the special counsel's own indictment fails to allege had any effect on the FBI's decision to open an investigation. Allowing this case to go forward would criminalize would risk criminalizing ordinary conduct, raise First Amendment concerns, because now they give a shit about the First Amendment, dissuade honest citizens from coming forward with tips, and chill the advocacy of lawyers who interact with the government. Okay. So um, let's see, blah, blah, blah. The lawyers added that Durham's unprecedented and unlawful overreach should not be countenanced, and the single count against Mr. Sussman should be dismissed. So Except that's got to be old because there's more than one count now. Sussman has pleaded not guilty to the charge and faces up to five years in prison if convicted. This was public. I mean, this came out today at 1243. Uh, but he's been charged with four other crimes now to include DNS server hacking. Apparently the New York uh, Post didn't get that memo. Hmm. I, I don't know. Hmm. Either so, way, yeah. Uh, old old kill dog did finally respond, so we're gonna we're gonna roll a little kill dog here. Excellent. Oh, look at that face! It's just God. Uh, she looks. She's so nasty. Uh, uh, Seriously, I think I just threw up a little bit. I, I did. Seriously. <laughs> and we must reject the big lie about the 2020 election and the cover up of the insurrection of last January 6th. And we can't get distracted, whether it's by the latest culture war nonsense or some new right-wing lie on Fox or Facebook. By the way, they've been coming after me again lately, in case you might have noticed. It's funny, the more trouble Trump gets into, the wilder the charges and conspiracy theories about me seem to get. Well, there's a good reason for that, because you are pretty much the most predominant woman and known to making people accidentally kill themselves over and over again, especially with two bullets in the back of the head and a signed suicide letter, which is impossible, by the way, just throwing that out there. Either way, or, don't forget the red scarf over the doorknob. Uh, she is the uh, uh, she denied the claims of the 26 campaign spied on former President Donald Trump uh, in the court filing submitted last week by John Durham. Um, she had. Uh, Obviously, you heard what she said. She picked her words very wisely, folks. Notice how she said uh, Trump and Fox are desperately spinning up a fake scandal because she can't say fake news because 
Well, because that's already been exa- coined exactly. by Trump. Yeah. So, um, Although I think she was the first one to say it, and then he stole it from her, if whatever. I remember correctly. Fake scandal to distract from his real ones. So it's a day that ends in Y. Uh, she added, "This is uh, this. The more his misdeeds are exposed, the more they lie." Uh, see, I. Hmm. I got problems with that because so far everything that he said has come true. So far, nothing you have said, you stupid hole, has come true. Um, well, Sussman did lie to the FBI and the allegations on behalf of the two specific clients to include the technology exe- uh, executive, which we now know is uh, Jaffe, and uh, the internet company, which I'm interested to find out what that is because the U.S.-based internet company, that's the one I'm uh, I'm waiting to see because I've heard a couple different names thrown around. Hmm. One of them might be one we have here. Uh, however, really? Well, that wouldn't surprise me. Uh, however, sucks, we're not sure. Um, according to the filing, Sussman has pleaded not guilty. His lawyers on Monday said that the filing included pre- uh, prejudicial and false allegations against him, which is all bullshit. We already know that. So anyway, um, the explosive allegations... If you don't know what this is right here, I'm going to tell you something about old Hill Dog because Kill Dog is right now she is scared. She is. Her she pussy. Be. Her pussy's more wet than the Sahara Desert right now. Um, oh, she, she. She's not suffering from winter vagina. No. Mm. Uh, she is. Uh, let me tell you something. She's got some serious, some serious, serious fucking issues. Here, you should play. Um, the, I, you should play the next clip before you. Before yeah, no, you no, that. no. Her All explosive right. allegations uh, that she's trying to protect herself from doesn't have any. She's not worried about going to jail. She could go do a diamond falsum and it wouldn't even affect her. She could do it standing on her head. Why? Because she's a whore and she would let every woman there rape her. She's not, she doesn't care about that. What she cares about is her fucking legacy and women in politics. That's all she gives a shit about. She is scared about her legacy. How is this going to be viewed? What is my reputation going to be like politically after this? Which, as far as I'm concerned, should be straight in a rabbit hole fucking eating shit because it really shouldn't go anywhere from there. She doesn't have any political clout, as far as I'm concerned, in Washington, D.C. or anywhere else for that matter. Yeah, she hasn't for quite some time. Uh, She's got uh, all sorts of issues with this, but this investigation of the FBI Russians, Russian in election interference probe because of the political firestorm it would ignite. And this is accurate. Mr. Durham said in the case against Democratic attorney Michael Sussman that the people affiliated with Hillary Clinton's campaign in 2016 uh, exploited access to Donald Trump's Internet data. Him and the revelation puts Biden administration in the hot seat because several top Clinton campaign officials have made their way to the White House. One of them happens to be National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, a foreign policy advisor for the campaign. So we understand this real quick. Jake Sullivan, who was in charge of Hill Dog's campaign, um, is now the foreign policy advisor for Lost in the Woods Biden. So understand how this puts a whole lot of detrimental pressure on old uh, Joe, on uh, Hillary, on Obama even. And understand, when we read the story yesterday about them talking to Sussman, that had nothing more to do with the fact that Durham was actually throwing Sussman a bone. He was like, hey, look, dude, I know I'm hitting you again with charges, but here, dude, seriously, uh, you might want to get away from this group. Uh, it was the um, walk-ins and uh, 
Lenny, whatever, the law group that we Perkins talked about. Perkins Coie? No, not Perkins Coie. The other one. The one that's representing everybody right now that they're trying to say is a conflict of interest because it's representing oh, yeah, yeah, three yeah. of the same clients yeah. in, this, in the same case where they could talk to each other and possibly uh, work out a story. Hold on one second. I got it right here. There it is. So, um, uh, I get to it because I, I know I have it right here. Uh, it was the... The Latham Watkins there you go. Law, law Group. Now, Durham was actually throwing them a bone, saying, hey, look, dude, you want to get away from these people. They're calling in Obama's fixture. If they're calling in Obama's fixture, they are going all out against Obama. They are going, hey, let's go get them. This is it. That means they are, Obama's like, okay, well, I got to do something to stop this from coming back on me. So how does Obama do that? Well, he calls in the fixer. Well, the fixer normally sells out the lowest guy in the chain. Right now, that's Sussman. Sussman has no backbone. So Hillary and everybody else right now, all the way up through the heads of the DNC and everywhere else, they are scared to absolute death as to what's going to happen. Because Sussman, uh, he can't be he can't be hung out to dry like that. He doesn't. He, sorry, I have no idea. He he doesn't have he doesn't have a he doesn't have a backbone. He can't he can't do that because the first time that they squeeze him, he's gonna he's gonna pop. So folks, this is no joke. This is like I mean, it can't get any worse for this for this campaign or for anything that's going on right now in Washington. This is really bad, but it gets better. Because uh, George W. Bush donates to Trump targets ahead of the GOP primaries, Durham's bombshell court filing ignored by mainstream media, Durham's filing uh, proved that Trump was right. The first thing I wondered when I read the fi filing, there was zero, zero in on Jake Sullivan or on the inner workings of the Clinton campaign. How concerned is the Biden administration going to be? Also, said Robert Ray who succeeded Kenneth Starr as the independent counsel for the investigations of President Clinton, how long before Merrick Garland yanks the reins? Hmm, that's mm -hmm. a great point. What about how long is it before Durham gets his job cut out from underneath him? That's a possibility as well. Well, not anymore. No, why not? Because he did some stuff in the last couple of days to ensure that doesn't happen. Oh, yeah? Yep. So what did he do? Because isn't his his funding is coming up in March, isn't it? Yep. So he basically has to close his case before then because they're not going to refund it. So the shocking accusations that were buried in the middle of the run-of-the-mill motion raising questions about whether Mr. Sussman's attorney have a conflict of interest. The motion was filed around midnight on Friday of Super Bowl weekend. I can't think of a reason why it would uh, be in his advantage to put it out there like that. It makes no sense. It makes... Uh, it makes no sense other than it makes it harder to shut this down. Mr. Leopold said, hmm. now people can't say that Durham isn't doing anything. So just prosecute Sussman and wrap this thing up. Durham thinks he needs this revelation, but I don't think he needs a revelation to investigate the conflict of interest unless he thinks he's about to get canned. I'm sure he thinks he's about to get canned. Firing a special counsel carries substantial political risk. Any attempt to fire Mr. Durham would be seen as political interference and an attempt to cover up a wrongdoing by Obama or Biden or both administrations. Yep. Which I think is very accurate. Yep. But to boot, it could also 
vacate President Biden's pledge to keep the Justice Department independent and free from political influence. Which you know, it, which I mean, it already he, he it, hasn't. It's so. obviously already highly politically influenced. I think the mark for this administration will depend on how high this goes up, said Mr. Ray. If Durham takes on Jake Sullivan, that's going directly into the Biden administration. That yeah. too carries with it a special realm of influence. However, the level that Mark Durham is, or uh, that John Durham is sitting right now, he can freely, openly question Jake Sullivan and Jake Sullivan has to respond. As, That's the greatest part. And he's the national security advisor. Exactly. Yeah. Firing a special counsel is complicated. Only an attorney can, a general can remove the special counsel and any firing must be made in writing and carried out for a specific reason, such as a conflict of interest. A special counsel, Mr. Durham is not directly supervised by the justice department. Still, Mr. Garland may require him to explain his investigation and procedural steps. So we'll see what happens. But you know, I don't know that, Merrick Garland really wants him to explain his investigation. No, and neither his do procedural I. steps. That's why I'm saying, yeah. do you see how he just boxed yeah. him into a corner? Yeah, absolutely. Because you know that if at this point with what's come out, if Merrick Garland tried to fire him, they would, Congress would have him up there. I mean, so fast. And don't, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Hillary Clinton could take out half of Washington. I, I hope she does. John Durham. Can could, take out all the the other half. John Durham could destroy everything. Yeah, in one fell swoop. Yeah. Um, well, play your your favorite holiday. Our favorite holiday of the year is coming up. Yep. Right. Um, four years ago. Yeah. On your favorite holiday. Yep. How bad is the corruption? FBI, past, present, number one, number one, number two, plus 29, 16, DOJ, past, present, number one, number no, number one, number two, plus 18, state, past, present, number one, number one, plus 41. Removal is the least of their problems. Projection, Russia is greater than DHRC. Twitter bots, Google operated, not Russia, narrative and political slant, Biden, China, Big development, traders everywhere, America for sale, Flynn, targeted. Why? Who knows where the bodies are buried? Cleared of all charges, Trump admin version two, election theft, last hope, congressional focus, impeach. They think you are stupid. They think you will follow the stars. They openly call you sheep cattle. There will come a time none of them will be able to walk down the street. Biggest fear, public awakening. Q. Mm -hmm. Play this clip, please. All right, I guess so. Is <laughs> Remember, he lost and 81 million people supposedly voted for the body bag that we have sitting in office. Yeah. Tonight. So that's Hillary in New York City. Yeah. Okay. There will come a time when they can't walk down the streets. Yeah, absolutely. That time has come. Yep. Sure has. So uh, we got a little, uh, we're going to interrupt the news just for a second because we do have a special guest with us tonight who just uh, jumped in. He's yep. here now. Uh, 
everybody else, uh, I'd just like to welcome uh, Zoe Warren to, uh, to our show. Um, he, he's got some interesting stuff he's going to talk about tonight. Um, yeah. Some stuff that just took place, what, within the last 24, Today, yeah. 48 hours? Yeah. Yes, yeah, a couple days ago. Yeah. Well, go for it, sir. You yeah. have the uh, you have the floor, sir. Well, first of all, long time no see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for uh, allowing me to come back on the show and and share what's happened to me recently. Um, you know, last time I think we saw each other was at the Candace event, and I was having some little upper respiratory stuff, and so I didn't really hang out with people very closely for very long. So sorry if I was a little standoffish, but it's I didn't know if I was catching something. I didn't want to give it to everybody. So we appreciate that. Yeah. Um. But. On Tuesday, no, Wednesday, excuse me, on Wednesday, I got a visit from two FBI agents. And, um, <clears throat> of course, you know, they, they wanted to ask me questions related to January 6th. Now, I'm a reporter, right? I, I, I'm also a documentarian, and I do some reporting for the standard SC. I'm an editor at large. So, I, you know, I'm not really like, I don't clock in. I just send them stories. Yep. And, um, but he actually sent me uh up to dc he's like yeah report for me there and so um i'm in dc all day it was beautiful like seven in the morning until four in the evening and um you know we didn't get to see a lot of the stuff that took place in the capitol because we didn't make it inside but we were there and i captured it i made a report put it out on uh january 11th my report came out january 11th so the fbi I'm sorry. Of 2021. Of 2021. All right. That's right. January 11, 2021, right after the incident. So I didn't waste any time putting the story up because it was a hot story. And I, and then my searches, I found that a lot of people that were Q folks and uh, Trump supporters, MAGA folks, had gotten a lot of their digital accounts flushed down the toilet. And so finding video from the day was really hard. And so I thought the sooner I can get it up and get it on a news channel, uh, the better. You know? Yep. So, um, anyway, long story short, they came to the house asking me about what I was doing there. And I was like, wow, you know, I expected you guys a lot sooner. <laughs> it's been over a year, you know. Uh, I got like hours of footage if you need it to help you find the bad guys that maybe broke the law or something. And so, what are you doing here? <laughs> the guys are really nice. They're young guys. I mean, truly professional guys. They were looking me in the eyes. They were, you know. But they weren't intimidating me or acting crazy. I was a little, had a little bit of a cough, you know, so they, they backed off. <laughs> I had on my pajama bottoms and my slippers. I had on a hoodie and my black trench coat from the Navy. <laughs> and so I looked like the Unabomber or something. <laughs> Thank you for coming by, guys. It was really hilarious. You know? But um, any case, they asked me about if I went into Capitol, you know, and, and I could see that that's what they were really edging at, you know to try to find out if I made it inside. So anyway, with that said, at the very end of the encounter, I asked them, hey, you got a card? You know, and they handed me a card. And on that card said Joint Terrorism Task Force. Yeah. And I got, yeah. I got really upset at that point because I didn't get upset at them. I let them part, but I went inside and I'm, I'm immediately calling my friends that are political scientists and um, getting counsel was my next move because there's no reason on God's green earth that I should be getting a card from the FBI that has the word terrorism on it. And and the, the crazy part is um, they're, they're they're not even necessarily 
all FBI agents either. Yeah, because Mick used to work with them for a bit. Yeah, they, they, some of them are military guys. Some of them are military, you know, d depending on what they do. They could be intelligence. They could be uh, CID. They could be, uh, I mean, I know a lot down here in Savannah happen to be sheriffs. They have a lot of sheriffs that are on the JGTF uh, or, or within the JGTF. Normally when it's stuff like that, though, they do say it's, well, at least one of them probably was an FBI agent. I don't know which one are, were they sent down as part of the January 6th commission? I'm not sure. I didn't, um, get to ask them a lot of questions. Um, because the one so thing I'd be, I'd be really interested to find out is if they came down because you're running for governor of or the lieutenant governor of South Carolina. Lieutenant governor. What, and that's the kind of questions that I have. Like, obviously, um, you can do anonymous tip stuff. But yep. if you know who it, who it is, who, who, who told you? And number one, number two, you told me, the, the FBI agents, I assume, told uh -huh. me that they had read my report. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a video. You know, you didn't read it, but <laughs> well, that, um, but, that, if he, but, it, but if you knew I was there because I didn't like go around hiding the fact, matter of fact, I've, I've been waiting for you. I had somebody who was so mad at me. I worked with them like doing ESPN stuff with a camera operator hmm. and he saw me like saying, yeah, it was an amazing day in at the Capitol. You know, it's terrible what happened on the inside, but they were protesting. It got a little violent. I don't support violence, but you know, whatever. Um, they were not happy. And he's like, I'm so upset. I've never been more disappointed in my life at FBI. So I was like, oh, well, cool. Yeah. And I wrote back F at FBI. Maybe you can look through some of my footage and identify some of the Antifa folks that we saw there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we saw them there. yeah they were definitely there. Agent yeah. provocateurs all over the place. I, uh, but that's, that's like the, that's, I mean, hmm, I, I, uh, just find it odd that all of a sudden, suddenly of all, now they're asking you questions and you, you call them out. You got them, you got them dead to rights too, dead nuts right on. I mean, you asked them, you're like, oh, you read my report. Well, that's kind of impossible considering my report's a video, but hey, more on you. I mean, you must do Braille. I mean, that's pretty good. I didn't put a Braille version <laughs> out, but. <laughs> yeah. So I, well, my heart, my hope was to, that they were actually looking for maybe help. You know, yep. uh, but no, that's not the case. They were looking for indictable stuff, things mm -hmm. I would say. Yep. And that kind of that, that disappointed me. Number one, number two, it made me upset because there's no statute in the law, unless there's a connection to international terrorism, for there to be a need to investigate me for terror. I'm not. Right. Do I do I look like Russian imperialist movement? Al Qaeda? <laughs> not I mean, so much. No, right. I, I've seen a bunch of them. No, not even close. And so. Why why am I getting a hand in a car that says terrorism on it? Because that, that's terrorists. Don't you know that you're a white supremacist now, Zoe? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean, I immediately had to like, you know, I put out the uh, a response to it and press release because my name is probably has been on a list or, or is on a list of some sorts. But just but because Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No war W. Well, they skipped over us. How dare they? <laughs> yes. They skipped get over left behind us. again. <laughs> maybe maybe they'll show up at the old house with the liberals that bought oh, it. That would be awesome. <laughs> so hey, the next time they show up, uh, especially or uh, if they do, I don't know if they. Oh, will. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure you watch what you said, but uh, the next time they show up, just say, uh, "Give me a minute. I gotta go call my lawyer." I bet they turn around and leave. I put money, they turn around and leave. Because the second you say lawyer, they're done. They're out. Okay. 
they ain't going to screw around with that because they don't want to be, they know they don't have the right to be standing at your door. And a matter of fact, the first thing the lawyer is going to say is, well, you're not talking to my client without me present and I'm not coming in there right now. So guess what? You want to talk to my lawyer, you arrange it with my, or you want to talk to my client, you arrange it with my office. And they're not going to do that because then they know that that lawyer is going to bring legal predicate as to why he's going to start asking the big question. Why are you here talking to him? Oh, well, he had a video out there. It, um, it's not, it was not illegal to be in DC on January 6th. Yeah. We were, I mean, we were, we were there peacefully, legally protesting Yep. and yeah. you were documenting it. Yeah. That's all you were doing. You were yeah. even there. I, well, I, I mean, mean, that's, that's, you a, might agree with it, but you weren't there protesting. I mean, that is, exactly. that, that is a freedom of speech claim. If I've, if I've yeah. ever oh, seen yeah. one, I mean, that's, you know, freedom of press, freedom well, of the, the press right there. The apparatchiks that are like moving i mean is that a really a, a good use of federal government uh agents time i mean these are the best trained sharpest smartest kids in the world they they want to save america is are we do, are we really sitting in the mr magoo's house and amelia bedelia's house you know to, to, to with a to look for terrorists i mean are are we trying to create a new class of criminal cuz as far as i remember we already have laws against like breaking and entering, trespassing, you know, destroying pro property, vandalism, murder. You can just prosecute them for conspiracy if you want to. Why would we need to invoke the term terror? I, I it, it's one of those. I, I got to tell you, they probably didn't want to be there. A. I'm, I, I'm not making excuses for these guys, but I know a lot of them, especially down here. I, I know all the guys that work on, I would, I would have the biggest heads up. Hey, why are we coming to your house? Yeah. yeah uh, that's, that's I don't cool. know. Why are you coming to my house? And uh, you might want to double check my address. That's all I'd say. <laughs> I, I wouldn't that's, tell That's what I got from those guys. I, what you're saying, like they were looking at me, looking me in the eye. And as I'm answering, suddenly they disconnected and they were like looking at the ground. Like, yep. Yeah. You know, yeah, they, but they, it, but they don't think because they automatically identified that you're not one of the people that went running in the Capitol. And even then they have to nail down how you got into the Capitol. And then they got to nail down where you, you know, where you pushed into the Capitol or did you happen to end up in the Capitol by accident where you lost trying to find your way? There are so many things that they have to nail down that what you were going there to do was to walk out of there with Nancy Pelosi's gavel. And the fact that you didn't leave with Nancy Pelosi's gavel or Mitch McConnell's gavel, they're not going to really care. They're going to be like, all right, there's no crime here. Even that, though, like, and that's why it bothers me so much. Like, the statute says that the only way they can actually charge domestic terror, why the only reason why we should have terrorism on a card is if there's an international connection. Correct. You know? And so, oh, man, my camera's acting funky. I'm going to have to um, switch to my other camera. So... That might look better. There you go. Okay. Yeah. So there has to be a connection to international terror. Yeah. Right. I mean, some international terror group. So this well, it looks to me like they're trying to remove that connection. And if if they're able to do that right now, the terror statute, uh, even for domestic terror, allows the federal government to indefinitely detain a suspect. Correct. And it enables the federal government to do all kinds of I mean, things that we do to terrorists because we can't vet overseas, things we would do, you know, in, in other countries because we need to make sure that, you know, we're, and even here, because they come here, they don't have any way, we don't have any way to identify who they are. So there's there's things that we need to have at our disposal because that's 
essentially an act of war. I mean, are you really saying that Americans are, are waging a war against other Americans? Would, would, we, would we classify now patriots who are concerned about the election being stolen as terrorists? What, yes. do, do you okay. want, do you want the on. scary truth or do you want Here's the normal the, truth? the scary truth. Both of you are talking under the premise that they actually follow the law or that they <laughs> give a shit about it. I mean, you're sitting here saying they have to prove that, you know, that you, you, that you, you went in on your own vi volition into the Capitol, that you weren't pushed in or anything like that. That's not true. No, no, no. They don't care about that anymore. Look, Honestly, if, if stop. he had said, no, no, let me finish. If he had said, yes, I went into the Capitol, that's all it would have taken. They would have been like, all right, handcuffs off you go. No, nope. they don't care anymore. They are, they're drumming the war drum. You're absolutely right. So they, we, they do think that, that we're all terrorists just because we were there because we are guilty of wrong thing. No, no. Because you, we were protesting the election. Well, you, again, are applying a small group of people to a whole wide-ranging group of people. I'm sorry. You know the same guys that I know. They would never, ever do I'm that. I'm not talking so, about the guys so on the ground. This, I'm talking about the ones that gave the right. orders for them to go there in the first so place. So what I'm talking about are the two guys that showed up at his doorstep, and uh, they were sitting there. They didn't want to be, but understand that they, they yeah. do have to go to that level because the guys in Washington can just say, go arrest Zoe Warren. But they have to go to the level to prove the case so that when he gets arrested and he goes in front of a court, that they have the proof to back it. So minus all of that, the scary idea is that, yes, they think we're all terrorists because we do not think like they do. We are actually bite, or fighting against the, the curve. We're actually fighting them. And on the other side, uh, we have nobody defending us. Who's defending us right now in Washington? Who's defending people like you and I or Vlin or anybody else that was at January 6th outside like we all were watching what was going on, saying to ourselves, this is not what it was just like over in, in the ellipse. Yeah. You know, because that's one thing that we kept saying to ourselves when we were there. We're looking up the stairs going, this is not the way it was when we were over in the ellipse. And we all noticed the change halfway down the march down Constitution. We were like, oh, yeah, everything shifted over. So, yes. It they, got cold, didn't it? It got cold. Yeah. On the I, walk down Constitution Avenue, it went from yeah, yeah. being this warm, like, we're excited to almost being like, suddenly we're walking among some strangers. Yes. Yep. People yep. are yeah. stiff. Different people. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. Mick, you're right. Who's defending us? Because Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates, they're, they're on the steps of the DC jail screaming about the conditions. But there's only no, hold two on. of them. But no, they're talking yeah. about the conditions that the prisoners are in. Yeah. They're not talking about the fact that they shouldn't even be in there in the first place, yeah. that oh, they're being yeah. held as political prisoners, right? They're not coming to the defense of the prisoners for the reason that they're there. They're coming to the defense of the prisoners for the conditions that they're being held in. And there's a very big distinction between the two. Do you, do you think that we could go to the ACLU with that? Do you think they would take up our they case? They don't care either. Or are they too liberal to even Well, think well, well, I think that we probably could. I think there's a couple of keys here. I got a friend who is part of uh, Three Percent Idaho. He's running for Senate. Uh, his name is Eric Parker. He was involved in some of the Bundy Ranch stuff. Yeah, and um, he he actually, I mean, he has befriended some uh, an ACLU vice president, and they took Three Percent Idaho off of their list. Really, of white supremacist groups because it just took a, a building a little bit of relationship with them and helping them understand the nature of their movement. It wasn't about being anti-government. It's at, it's being um, pro responsible government and that, that they, they reject all forms of racial supremacy. You know, I, 
Uh, anytime somebody says white supremacy, we don't say it back. If, if they yeah. say white supremacy, we don't even let it leave our lips. We say racial supremacy. If somebody tries to call us and, uh, well, you're with these, listen, we reject all forms of racial supremacy, don't you? Yeah. No, I... <laughs> and, and because of that, like um, the ACLU, as long as we have, we're leading with that so that we can clearly articulate who we are and our philosophy that we're not trying to have political violence. Um, we probably could ally with some people like the ACLU because there are some civil liberties being violated, some trespasses of rights going on here. But <laughs> what just happened to you today is a perfect example of it. I mean, granted, they didn't accuse you. They didn't say anything like that. They just came in. They asked you if you were there. You said you were. And then and then you asked them how they found out about it. You said They said, well, we read your report. Well, that's kind of hard to do because it was a video. I mean, they felt very sheepish at that point, probably disconnected. And we were just like, all right, thank you. Have a great day. And just handed you a card, said, you know, it just moved out about their way. Um, yeah. but I just wonder about other people, you know, if it's happening to you, it, yeah. it's gotta be happening to other people. Who's next? Who's next? Yeah. I mean, the soccer mom, Yeah. you know, protesting the school board, the native American protesting pipelines. Maybe he kicks a, a, a federal car. Next thing you know, he's on a terrorism watch list. Um, uh, who, and what about a BLM black lives matter activists? Yeah. You know, uh, you know, kicking up some dirt on the state house grounds up, oh, up oh, terror. <laughs> well, I have to say, I'm I'm especially glad that we drove to D.C. on January 5th when we went up, uh, because I'm hearing now that people that flew into D.C. and were there over that time, even if they went in on business, they didn't even go to the Capitol or the Ellipse. They were all put on no fly list by the airlines. Hmm. That's out of control. That's, Isn't that's, it? Not? That's corporatism. That's like fascism. Uh, well, to the extreme. It is corporate fascism all the way, a hundred percent. Like an aristocracy, even like they think they think they're ruling class. This is going to give them an in on all kinds of stuff. I mean, you know, honestly, all of them are bought. They're all bought. They're all bought with federal money. They they were bought with money. We are paying funding our own oppression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why this alternate economy is so important. That we need to get involved in it. We need to get it to take off, so that way we can take you know take back. What little we have left. Yeah. Otherwise, we're going to end up debanked like Mike Lindell or, you know, with just our fun seas, like what they're doing in Canada right now. Because everybody says, well, oh, the U.S. won't get that bad. Wait a minute. Yes. It's already happening. Yeah. Yeah. Look, look what just happened to this man. Look what happened to Mike Lindell. Yeah. Mike Lindell, they went after all of his businesses, all of his business banks, um, all of his, uh, every everything that he was doing. They went after every single bank account he had, and they they were so cowardly. They showed up last Friday afternoon. They dropped it off. They didn't even have anybody sign sign for it, and they just left it under the door, and they left. And he came in Monday morning was like, great. I have none of my funds. I have no access to any of my money. How am I going to have my business run? How am I going to pay my people? How am I going to take care of what I got to yeah. take care of? Yeah. What did he do? He went and pulled all his money out, and then he went and sent like what? Three, four truckloads of pillows up to Canada. Which then they got stopped at the border, of oh, course. No. Uh, well, because he sent his TV crew with them, but they couldn't cross the border because they're unvaccinated. They couldn't show their uh, papers. Um, so I believe the trucks continued on with the pillows, but the camera crew was not okay. able to to go uh, too bad. to film it. But yeah, hey. I wouldn't know. have been able to go. You know, I can't mm -hmm. even work for ESPN now. And and like I was doing a lot of camera work for the ACC and stuff. And that was how I, that was the eggs for my family, you know. Got yeah. paid a couple hundred bucks pop and uh, all that stuff's gone because of the vaccine. You know, 
I, we all saw this coming, though. I mean, anybody who enjoyed the antics, theatrics, and prophecies <laughs> of Alex Jones knew what was coming down the pipe, you know, for all of us. I mean, if they do it to one, I mean, where we go when we go all, you know, yeah. if they do it, if they're going to do it to one, it's going to be employed against the rest of us. And, and there's no way you keep silent and just walk the line and it never happens to you. It will eventually come to your house if you don't stand up and fight for it. So tell me something. That's, that's that World War II poem. Um, you know, first first they came for. Oh, yeah. Yeah. First they came for my neighbors. And yep. they, they came for my friends and they, they came for me and there was no one left to stand, stand up, up for me. For me. Yeah. Yep. So um, tell me, you got to be going on a, a local news channel up there to talk about this, I hope. Uh, well, uh, not yet. My, uh, we have a field coordinator, and he sent out the press release to all the uh, news stations. We did get covered um, by a couple of stations. Uh, well, one station, 106.3 up in Greenville, and uh, Will Folks, if it's news, uh, independent, uh, libertarian. Uh, I mean, he's a he's pretty biased, but at the same time, he, he writes really fair articles, and he talks about things that most people won't talk about. So, I mean, it will be great. Um, for this to catch some traction because it needs to happen. There is no reason why we should be spending resources on having federal agents, some of the best trained young men and women in the, in the country uh, to go and har harass essentially Americans because they protested, had a different political opinion and, we, and some violence happened. Like they have people in jail for, I mean, our founders would be burning the place down. I mean, they would, if, if this is, they're, 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 habeas corpus is suspended right now. Yep. yep. This is not reasonable to have somebody in jail as long as they've been in jail for the crime that they're, that they were said to have committed. I mean, I mean they, they've been charged with like misdemeanor trespassing and they've been sitting in jail for a year. The, the, our forefathers are rolling over in their graves, but with that, they also, there is, a, again, I have to say this and I've got it. I've got to keep repeating it to myself because before I start going down that dark road, that there is just no way back. We're going one way and one way only and it's full tilt, but nobody wants to go there. Trust me. Nobody wants to go there. I hate to sound like Mel Gibson and the Patriot, but nobody wants to go there. You don't want to see fighting in the streets. Trust me. No. But they got to know that we're we're able to go to that level if we have to a but b at the same time we have to start doing something for ourselves here folks we need to start picking up going out voting for america first candidates making sure that the america first candidates get our back and get our support we overload those freaking um the booths where, where you go any of the election poll sites go there overload it blow it up blow the numbers out because yeah. if you don't think that this year they're going to try and steal this election you are higher than a kite because they are going to try harder than ever this year to steal this election i guarantee it because they all know what's at stake we've got only what how many more months till you 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 do your primary oh just a few man 100 days yeah. <laughs> i think your primary is right around ours so uh yeah, right. you're probably sitting may 24th uh june like june 14th okay, okay. so you're like a couple weeks after so ours yeah. is may 24th no, yours is yeah yeah. Oh, yeah, May 24th. Ours yeah. is May 24th. Yours is June 14th. I mean, a couple of weeks after that. Yep. And I mean, Candace is doing the same thing. She's on a bus for the next like four weeks or something like that. So she just kicked off her bus tour today. So yeah. I uh, wished her well, gave her the best, said, hey, we'll be here when you come through and we'll jump on for a couple of days. Ride around with yeah. you. Thanks for having me on, man. My hope is, guys, that this, if because we need to have a statewide audience, right? And so my hope is that 
this is one of those providential moments where, you know, I am now able to say not just that I'm speaking for someone else, but that it happened to me. You. Yeah. I mean, and, and I'm not afraid, but I'm sure there are plenty of parents who have been at the school boards protesting porn on the library school shelves. And then, you know, the terrorism task force shows up at the house, gives them a car with terrorism on it. And they're like, you know, we better stop going there. We can't do this anymore. You know, listen, it's just, yeah. we just need to, because it's a, it's a means by which to silence and, yep. mar and marginalize yep. dissent. And so. You're absolutely you know. right. So, you know, and I think that's why there's, they've still been pushing January 6th so hard for the past year, you know, and, and it'll die down a little bit and then they bring it right back up with this whole January 6th commission or whatever. And it's because they are terrified of us protesting. They took that one protest and they blew it up. They blew it up way out of proportion. You know, there'd never been any kind of violence at any Trump rally or protest or speech ever. We had, you know, six, we've had literally millions of people there and there was no issue, but they put in agent provocateurs. They blew it up because honestly, this, I think this whole thing was planned and they knew that if they didn't squash it and put that fear in people in advance, then we would have risen up well before this point. Well, not only that, I mean, we just had, we just played a clip from Hillary Clinton. She went out today in New to, York to blow off the Durham thing. And, uh, it was really funny because, or to make it seem like it was all Trump's fault. And, um, yes. she went out there and she said, and that's why we can't let go of January 6th. And what happened in, in the terrorist takeover of the Capitol? Yeah. The what? Yeah, she chose her words very, very, very poignantly, as if well, that this has already right. become mainstream media. They're trying to create that class. They're trying to remove that international connection so they can weaponize us against anybody they want. So what we're trying to do now is, I'm trying at least. I've talked to Mike. I've called my congressman's office. I've been calling my delegation, congressional delegation. Hopefully, we can get in touch with Tim Scott, get Mike Lee, Ted Cruz in a room, and ask the question. I mean, we need to find out, like. How do we stop the bureaucratic bullying? I mean, in the state, we need to be having uh, a committee, a commission here in, in, in the legislature. How is this affecting South Carolina citizens? Yep. Mm -hmm. Truly. I mean, Mr. Magoo and Amelia Bedelia have no reason to be accosted by a terrorist task force. Correct. Yep. I, I, no disagreement, Absolutely. sir. Well, we appreciate you coming on and sharing your story. Thanks, man. Thank you. I'm sure our listeners do too. And uh, we'll be looking out for you. Hey, everybody, Zo Warren running yeah. uh, with uh, Bob the Truck Driver. Or, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And truck, Trucker Bob trucker will be Bob. on um, next Thursday. Yeah. See, we got yeah. him coming. Vote, vote yeah. truckerbob.com. If you guys, if you, you go to our site, vote truckerbob.com. Um, if you go to our site, please donate at least 20 bucks. We just need 20,000 people to give us 20 bucks a piece because it's a we the people movement. It's small, do small dollar donors. I mean, if you can give more than 20, I'm not trying to stand in the way. Put the whole cat, put the whole farm in there for you, and we'll send back what we can't, what we can't collect. <laughs> but truly, if you go to votetruckerbob.com, check out our platform. We, we denounce all forms of racial supremacy. Amen. Okay. We do not support political threats and violence uh, and we will fight it with every ounce of our being from whichever source it comes from amen trucker so, bob was in was trucker bob in the military uh he was not okay all right i think like that was the other yeah that was the, the other guy 
Colonel Bob, I think, that yeah. we were talking to. Maybe he's running here in Georgia. Anyway, I was just going to say, you know, everyone in the military knows that, you know, you get shot, everyone bleeds red. Yep. That's right. That's that's, that's the right. first thing they learn when, when they go to basic, right? That's well, the, yep. Bullets don't care. Yeah, bullets what don't care. What skin color you are. Yep. And God, God's so funny that he'll probably send somebody that's the, the exact embodiment <laughs> what you hate to help you <laughs> yes. yes because you know what you're you're right though because we're all here for a purpose but we're all here to learn lessons as well you know and and i think that the biggest lesson is that love overcomes hate Thanks, so sir. yeah well we appreciate you coming on sir all right thank you guys you God bless. Talk to you this is treason where is God? And hey, man. I'm Nick Searcy. On January 6, 2021, I went to Washington, D.C., along with multitudes of other Americans because we believed that the election was stolen. I saw with my own eyes what happened that day. And what they show you on the media doesn't tell half the story. Here's the Capitol, and here's people going in there. They didn't show all of this out here. I saw people of all colors, races, creeds, Asian Americans for Trump, blacks for Trump. I even saw a guy wearing a shirt that said fags for Trump. And since I'm from California, I knew that guy. We're from Iowa. Nashville, Tennessee. And I'm here standing with my fellow patriots. We all standing for America. Despite what the media tells you, boots on ground definitely say something different. There is a sea of nothing but red, white, and blue patriots. These are damn working people right here. They want their country back. Oh, we're marching for the Constitution. We're not, it ain't really about Trump. It's about us now. They're, they're attacking us, and we're tired of it. We had a foreign attack, and they had domestic support. This is about individual liberty. We don't believe the media. We don't believe you. We don't, we'd have no faith in our institutions. The FBI is now being sent out by Joe Biden to punish people. We're at war. They're hunting down Trump supporters like dogs. You say that again, we're at war. 147 days since my wife was murdered, we executed. The FBI, you have a federal search warrant for the property. I step out, I have red dots all over my chest. They broke the door down. Hands up, hands up, put your hands on the wall, hands up. I was in jail for four straight days. I, I kept banging on the door saying, I have never had a phone call. The sixth was all deception. The level of sophistication and tactic is immense. Oh, I recognize you from Portland. I've seen people from Portland here, Antifa. I was paid to pretend to protest. We need to come together as Americans again and remember why we started this country. An insurrection without arms? What are they talking about? And why are they lying?
So as you just saw, folks, capital punishment, uh, we've been talking about it for a while now. You can see down at the bottom of the screen, you can go to uh, hisglory.tv and use the promo code DEFIANT and you can get your copy. <clears throat> get your copy today and I can't. <laughs> having, a, having a, a rough time choke. there. <clears throat> All right. So yeah, there you go. So Warren, folks, there's still, if you're up in South Carolina, get out there. They're, they're still beating that uh, that January 6th war drum. Yes, they are. They, they sure are. Never going to change. Yep. So, so uh, moving right along. Where were we? Uh, yeah, I think we're done with Hillary Clinton. Hillary. and uh, um, Yeah, I mean, I, I had a clip about uh, John Solomon, but it's pretty much everything that you just went over in in there. So if you want to skip it, that's, that's not a big deal. <laughs> that rumble clip there. Page on Mike Flynn. All right. Well, let's let's run it. Just see what what is all. Question about. is, what is the headline okay. you're getting out oh, of this? Shit. Come on. Shut up. <laughs> Stupid thing. Yeah. All right. And this is Hannity, so we know it's going to be good. This and why is this document no. important? What does it tell us? Well, the president of the United States, Donald Trump, declassified this document just before he left office. I obtained it. It's the tasking orders. It's the FBI sitting with an informant telling him, this is how we want you to spy on the Trump campaign. Here's a scenario. Here's our goal. If you don't get something from Carter Page, move on to Mike Flynn. If you don't get something from Mike Flynn, move on to George Papadopoulos. Every reporter that sits here and looks into the camera and says, there was no spying, just read this document. Every person I've sent it to is, is this a spy document? And they say, absolutely. It's the roadmap for surveillance. So spying oh, did occur. Minute, Let's just throw that one out the window. But these documents that Donald Trump declassified, uh, aren't they the tasking orders for FBI informant Stefan Halper to infiltrate the Trump campaign? Is that your interpretation absolutely. of this? It's actually what they say. They say it flat out, what, they, what his job is to do. Get inside the Trump campaign and find out if they're colluding with Russia. Start with Carter Page, move on to Mike Flynn if you can get to him or Paul Manafort, and end up with George Papadopoulos. By the way, he then goes on to make recordings under the FBI supervision of people like Carter Page and George Papadopoulos, and they show that they're innocent. And the investigation continues on anyways. It's really remarkable. And now the Clinton campaign are doing the same thing. Question is, what is the headline you're getting out of this? Uh, okay, stopping that. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, just about it. Yeah. They're spying all yeah, the way. All the way. And, and Hillary's they, Hill Dog saying, it wasn't me. I didn't do me. it. I didn't do it. It wasn't me. It wasn't and me. And we're all saying, I told you so. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You, you need to hang from your yardarm, you dumb kind. So uh, we got some... Uh, Esma Wallow. Let me see what she says. It uh, feels like... The whore will never do prison time for her crimes. Didn't Nixon resign for pretty much the same shit? Yes. This is so much worse than what Nixon did, to be quite honest. This is... I mean, Nixon... Well, no, nah, not really. I mean, all Nixon did was tape conversations in the, the Oval Office. Which every president since then has, has done. done. And they've left the same recording system in place. Yes. Well, it's not as... I mean, they've updated, I mean, they've updated it, but it's still there. It's still I mean, there. they still yeah. use it. They still do the same thing Nixon did. And But Welcome, no, this, this was totally different. Yes, we always love to have you here, Tara. Yes, because you remind me of zingers that I've dropped like this one, <laughs> which is the walking <laughs> colostomy bag of fuck-ups. And he completely is. And yes, I will remember that one from now on. And that's what how I will refer to our commander and Oh. But anyway, Canadian Towing Company to ignore Trudeau's order to disrupt trucker protests. Woohoo! 
A towing company CEO plans to ignore Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's order uh, for towing companies to disrupt truckers protesting vaccine mandates. Trudeau, who invoked the Emergency Powers Act the first time in 50 years, has faced fierce backlash over his directives, which include towing companies forcing their employees to remove truckers' rigs and face uh, or face loss of federal contracts and other penalties, to include being arrested. Uh, so far, there's little evidence that towing companies are complying with Trudeau's orders. Uh, in an interview with Newsweek, Ibrahim Massar, CEO of Allegiance Towing in Ottawa, uh, said that the government has small businesses in a terrible position. He described it as, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't spot. He said, in my position, it's too bad that all of my drivers all have COVID. <laughs> Massar went on to mention that the present situation of the trucker protests and government-created problem and its issues are are uh, that Canada and the military should be tasked with fixing. However, he did not mention his stance was uh, uh, not to be interpreted or being against the trucker protest. Well, he's not. So um, Ottawa already has a new interim police chief. Yeah. And he already quit, didn't he? No, no. He, oh. the, the last police chief quit. Yeah. No, he, he resigned. Yeah. He resigned. There is a good <laughs> commander in briefs. <laughs> Um, there's a new interim pr police chief now, right? They promoted someone real quick, someone who's yeah, going to tow the party line. And he said, a yes, man, he is 100% a, a brown shirt. Yes, man. So he's warning that police are ready to use methods. People are not used to seeing in Ottawa, which is the Canadian way of saying they're about to unleash a can of whoop ass on the, on the truckers. And good luck with that. Um, yeah, that's not, Oh, hold on. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Exactly. I, I, I don't understand <laughs> exactly. what they think they're going. They're pissing off the. I know. Justin so, said it hold best. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, Steve Bell made the promise to Ottawa City Council at a virtual meeting yesterday after taking on the interim role following the abrupt res res resignation on Tuesday of the former chief, Peter Slally. Uh, police have handed out notices to protesters and camped outside Parliament Hill that warn the Emergencies Act gives them power to seize vehicles that are part of the nearly three-week-long demonstration and ban people from traveling within a certain area. Um, I think they're going to roll the military out, to be honest. You got to remember, their military, uh, we have companies that are bigger than their military. I know, but I still think they're going to roll the military out. They're going to roll every every possible Leo out that they can. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, Trudeau's not, not stepping down and I have a theory behind that as well. Um, but why, why don't you go, um, play the next clip because this is, uh, he's, he's pissing off his own people now and this is getting bad. Well, it's been getting bad. I yeah, no, know. this is, this is getting really bad. So, um, the, the conservative party in the Canadian parliament and she does not look conservative at all. This woman, but this, uh, this, no, but she also happens to be Jewish, which really she, doesn't matter. She, she is. No, she is Jewish. Um, but what he said to her was, um, I, I mean, I could see how it would be offensive to someone whose grandparents were in the concentration camp. Yeah, Holocaust. Survivors. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, this is, this is, yeah. But her rant was actually really good. Yeah. They go at it. It's yeah. quite funny. Oh, and by the way, real quick, you're going to hear what I was talking about last night. With where, the heckling. With the heckling. Yeah. And this is something I think we need to bring to American Congress yes. and the Senate. People need to be able to heckle senators, uh, congressmen. If you're an idiot and you open your mouth on the House floor, anybody behind now, you should be able to like throw oranges and 
you know, dirty old oranges and bad old bananas and, you know, save up the cabbage and throw it at you like you're being hauled off to get hung out in the in the square. Turnips. Um, in the Canadian Parliament, don't they heckle each other? It's not the public that's heckling them. Like they're no, no, yeah, it's they're, just they're heckling this is, each other. This is other par parliamentarians yes. that are there in the because they obviously don't get along as well as all our politicians nope. do. Because our politicians are two wings of the same bird. They're all part of the Uniparty, or mostly ninety percent of them are all part of the Uniparty. So they would never heckle each other. No, because no, they're all no, friends. no, no, no. We adopted uh, very long ago Robert's Rules of Order in settings such as this all right and you're allowed certain time to speak at certain moments at certain times and this that and the other thing one thing canada never did one thing england never did was accept any of that crap because that shit came from an american gotcha so they didn't want to have anything to do with it so we so, were trying to be more civilized correct. than england and canada but i don't i the time for civility is, is over is gone. it's so we're over. so done with that there's shit. no more civility here we're no we need done. to start calling people out for being douchebags yes. and this is what she did and I, I i applaud her for it she okay. was actually on a couple of the shows this morning i think somewhere she's floating around i think she was i we saw it on uh fox this morning i believe first time i saw it to help out mystic hopeful vision for public life isn't a naive dream it could be a powerful force for change if canadians are to trust their government their government needs to trust canadians those are the words of the prime minister in 2015. these people very often misogynistic racist women haters science deniers the fringe same prime minister six years later as he fans the flames of an unjustified national emergency so mr speaker when did the Prime Minister lose his way. When did it happen? You're right, Honorable Prime Minister. Mr. Speaker, Conservative Party members can stand with people who wave swastikas. They can stand with people who wave uh, the Confederate flag. We will choose to stand with Canadians who deserve to be able to get to their jobs, who be able to get their lives back. These illegal protests need to stop, and they will, Mr. Speaker. I just want to remind the honourable members, including the honourable right honourable prime minister, to use words that are not inflammatory in the house, and that's for both sides. The honourable member for Thornhill. Unbecoming as a prime minister, it's been 48 hours that the government went from doing nothing to a national emergency. 48 hours into using the measures, 48 hours without providing parliament with a justification. So my question is simple. When will the prime minister admit that he's lost control of the situation, that he's lost control of his country, that he's lost control of his caucus, and that he's lost control of his leadership? Right, honorable prime minister. Of caucus in support for these blockades, the conservative politicians need to make a choice. Are they for the blockades or are they for communities, our economy, and regular Canadians? The member from Provence pointed out about the emergency blockade, the illegal blockades. He has never seen such a patriotic display in Canada. There's nothing patriotic about hurting fellow Canadians. The member from Grand Prairie Mackenzie claims that the economy is not being held hostage. All the while, hundreds of millions of 
of dollars were being lost in trade due to blockades. And the member from Sarnia Lambton doesn't believe her constituents need guaranteed access now to the Blue Water Bridge. Mr. Speaker, we stand with Canadians. Uh, he is so full of shit. He really is. He looks like Castro he, he, every day. He does. Uh, every he stands, day he gets older. He only stands with the vaccinated Canadians. He doesn't stand with the unvaccinated Canadians because, as she said, um, they're you know racist, misogynistic Nazis. So yeah. So if you if you saw that, uh, you also what you missed is at the end of that, she demanded an apology from him. Yeah, as well. She and should. Uh, he left the building. Of course he, he was gone. They went to go. Uh, the prime minister has exited the building. Of course he has. Uh, what? Yep. What a pussy. Yeah, he's a complete pussy. He's a complete pussy. He is. Okay. Either way, um, Facebook bans, locks out uh, Freedom Convoy admin personnel. Both personal and business accounts are have been affected. So if you're tired of censorship, guess what? Cancel culture is still real, still out there. They can wipe you off the, the face of the earth. Uh, or Raquel, at least the face of Facebook. Raquel Ellen Nichols, a businesswoman from Kelowna, uh, a city in British Columbia, had her personal Facebook account, Instagram page, her business and her business Facebook account suspended. She believes the accounts were suspended because she is an admin for the Freedom Convoy 2022 Facebook group. Of course. Of course. Alan Nichols runs a big deal detailing, a vehicle detailing business through her personal and business accounts on Facebook. She told local news uh, outlet coast reporter that she no longer has access to her account. I have no access to my business account. I've written letters. I've gone through every possible avenue I can think of trying to get my account back up and running. She said she believes that her account was locked down because she's an Adam admin for the freedom convoy. I searched for all my contacts are gone too. I'm kind of lost for words and I didn't do anything wrong in the sense of, you know, they didn't have any justification for shutting down my account. She explained, well, there was another story that came out yesterday and we played it here. We played it on, on this show last night and they said, uh, they, they came out and they, they had the PM for security and police. Um, and he came out and he said, well, you know, if you're, the guy asked him, he goes, well, should I be worried? I mean, I was at the Freedom Convoy. Should I be worried that my bank account and whatnot is going to be shut down? Did and we he play goes, that last night? Yeah. Oh, okay. And he said, and he said, uh, well, if, um, if, you're a Trump supporter, if you're a Trump supporter, you should be. You should be worried. Uh, Trump derangement syndrome? Yeah. Anybody? Yep. Just throwing that out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Still alive and well today, even today in Canada, nonetheless. Yep. Not even here in the U.S. No, in Canada. This is what tells me that if you do not believe in the new world order, you are higher than a fucking kite. You need to put the pipe down, put the pipe down, walk away from it. Because if you do not believe for one second that there is a new world order out there repositioning pawns on the board, that's exactly what's going on right now. And if you don't believe in it, that's because you're one of the sheep that has fallen into the trap of it. If you do believe it, you don't know anything about what's going on over on that side because you've turned off that little key. They no longer have access to you. So, okay. Keep that in the back of your mind though. So what's my current favorite conspiracy theory? Uh, the fucking the uh, EMP. Close. No, that, that was last month. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. My bad. <laughs> that was like for like a year now you've been on EMP kick and I, I've been telling you that I, EMP I, shit's I not really going to happen. Like you think I have a different theory on EMP now, actually. So, um, I think EMP could actually save people 
but that's neither here nor there. Well, yeah, because there's microorganisms that are in our body that aren't really organisms, they're robots. The, and the, nano, the EMP, the EMP will would destroy disable them. So yes, the, na the nanotech that can be activated by the 5G that's why that they put in your body from the vaccines. Yes, and EMP will destroy that. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay with EMP. No, my new favorite conspiracy theory is that the Nazis won World War II. Remember, I've been you, going on about that for a while. Known about that. Well, yes, I've always known about that. So you know how happy it would make me see AOC get heckled. It would make you me know? so happy Holy to see shit. AOC get heckled. <laughs> because I, you know she would say dude, something stupid. She sit there. That, <laughs> if we if we if we rescinded the Robert Law or whatever, right? Robert's rules. Yes. Um. I I I might run for Congress just so that I can heckle AOC. <laughs> see. <laughs> Seriously. Okay, but my. My uh, my Nazi conspiracy theory, right? Um, this this bitch here, the uh, the deputy prime minister for Canada. Mm -hmm. You know who her grandfather is? Was who was it? He he was the he was Hitler's propaganda master. He Goebbels? No, no. Uh, I'm sorry, not master, but basically like under Goebbels, he ran all of the newspapers for Austria and um, Poland. In World War Two, her name's not Blitzheim. No, it's uh, it's it's Freeland. Yeah, no, he he ran the newspaper. Blitzheim's the one that was the PM, That was the guy that was in charge of Hitler's. Uh... He was in charge specifically of Austria and Poland, I believe, of all the the news media under Hitler. Um, he was, I mean, he was a full blown Nazi. Well, let's see what she has. And this is his granddaughter, uh, he, mm, I, who is the deputy prime minister of Canada. So if Trudeau, if Trudeau, if if Trudeau gets booted, I, I'll show him. Did you show? Not yet, Nick but I'll show him. Semi meme. Um, if if Trudeau gets booted, who's in charge of Canada? No, uh, this twat. This Nazi bitch. Well, whole. Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay, but how is that affecting the United States? Do you think there? First of all, if if you think for a second that Canada is going to sit there and deal with this anymore, uh, you're crazy. Fantasizing about Canada without Trudeau gives me. <laughs> that's the that's the semi meme. <laughs> very, very well done, Madame. Is that yours? <laughs> okay. Um, is that like a? Is that is that? No, girl it, boner? it came from Grim uh, from America show. Oh, okay. Anyway, that's but definitely guy boner. <laughs> Yes, that uh, is totally, totally a guy boner. I'm just saying. Let's just see what she says. That they are now uh, seriously positioning their descendants into positions of power across the world. Yeah, but they don't want that. Trust me, they don't want that. She, I'm, um, she's Kathy Hochul. Okay. She's Kathy Hochul on steroids. Um, it's planned. The whole damn thing is planned. They want her in power. So you're confirming that accounts have been frozen, both personal and corporate. Look at her laughing. Exactly. Information. And the actual follow-up is, um, I'm just wondering whether the bank accounts will be targeted of individuals who donated to the Give, Send, Go and the GoFundMe campaigns. Are they considered designated people under the Emergencies Act, meaning that their credit cards could be cut and financial services are targeting them as well? Okay, so the names of both individuals and entities as well as crypto wallets have been shared by the RCMP with financial institutions and accounts have been frozen and more accounts will be frozen. Uh, crowdfunding platforms and payment service providers have started the registration process with 
FinTrack. Uh, in terms of the specifics on whose accounts are being frozen, uh, you now have the regulations. The financial service providers have those regulations as well. And they, working with law enforcement, will be making the operational decisions. That is uh, absolutely, did you see, there was absolutely no remorse whatsoever None. in what oh, she was no. saying. She was thrilled. Yeah. She was She was absolutely thrilled she about it. She was super happy about that. Did you know that um, right now, can, Canada spends like $40 million an hour on COVID response or something, or $40 million a day, something ridiculous like that on COVID response? Uh, it doesn't surprise me. Right. Um, I'm not surprised that they're, uh, what's going to happen to the money that's in those accounts that Canada sees us? I, I, great question. Mm. I have no idea. I mean, what's going to happen. And uh, yeah, because they're apparently all of the money that they've given to businesses, they've not disclosed where those funds have actually gone. Hmm. Interesting, huh? That is very interesting. Yeah. So they are like, they've borrowed like a trillion dollars in the past two years and there's no accountability for where it's gone. So um, I'm just saying, um, Trudeau's a thief. Well, uh, maybe Trudeau might be, I mean, possibility. It, he could be playing, the, He's. I think he's playing the same money laundering games with their money that they're playing with our money here. Uh, yeah. And apparently he has uh, it, an interest in, like he gets paid for every vaccine that's distributed in Canada. Like he's, he gets a kickback. And I think Biden does too. Well, I think it's a possibility. So, um, yeah. So this is the, uh, semi, the, uh, the meme that, uh, meme Tara was asking yes. if I'd, if I'd sent to Mick, why doesn't it let you well, do that? I, I, I don't know. Follow Chrome these steps. Lost, I already did. Okay. Well, it doesn't like you. It doesn't. No. Damn it. All right. I, I don't know uh, why. I'll it does see that. if I can do this. Hold on. Okay. Keep talking. All right. Well, uh, so it, it gets even worse. So Canada freezes convoy bank and crypto accounts and threatens their dogs. Yeah, of course. Why it's it, I'm, I'm telling you, it's the puppies that are going to bring these people down every time. So um, Canadian Deputy Prime Minister Christia Nazi Freeland said Thursday that financial institutions have been actively freezing the accounts of people linked to the medical freedom protests in Ottawa, which have left an unknown number of protesters and donors in financial limbo, according to state-owned CBC. We just heard her say that. Uh, so, but then they say... Well, let's see. Uh, the law also allows banks to target for account closures donors to the GoFundMe and the GiveSend Go fundraising campaigns that fueled this protest. So that means that they can, and they, they don't have to go through a court or get a, a warrant or a cease and desist or anything like that. They can just say under the Emergency Powers Act, um, you're guilty of wrong thing, so we're taking your money, period. They're just shutting it down with no accountability and really little to no justification. And then they put out something. Um, they said, uh, so Ottawa by law, attention animal owners at demonstration. If you are unable to care for your animal as a result of enforcement action, your animal will be placed into protective care for eight days at your cost. After eight days, if arrangements are not made, your animal will be considered relinquished. They're going to kill their dogs. They're going to put these people in jail and they're going to kill their dogs. That would suck because that would start a fight on my side. No shit, right? So, I would uh, have to go up there and uh, what, maybe play whack-a-mole. What, what do you think the results of um, 
or the 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 backlash of this Nazi bitch Christia Freeland seizing people's bank accounts and basically saying we can seize anyone's bank accounts that we want. What what do you think happened? Uh, I don't know what. Uh, basically, every Canadian went to every bank and ATM they could find and took out all the money that they could. Oh yeah, because I actually have a story on that. Do you? Yeah. I heard banks all over Canada are shutting down because, you know, they only hold a very small percentage of, well, of sucks. the physical money that's there. Um, so they they can't they can't do it. I mean, it's like the depression all over again. Well, uh, Canada's major banks are now reported to be on uh, to be all offline after Trudeau's emergency order to freeze the Freedom Convoy's accounts. There has been a recent chatter from Freedom Convoy protesters that the run of the banks might be a potential economic reprisal against Canadian government, which they should do. Yeah, I, I uh, think number, I'm actually going to start taking our money out of the bank because, you know, if it's there, it's coming here. A number of Can Canada's banks are now reported to be offline amidst political crisis caused by Prime Minister Trudeau's reprisals and peaceful Freedom Convoy protests. Canada's largest banks are all offline. Royal Bank, BMO, Bank of Montreal, CIBC, Bank, did Trudeau try to hack their databases? Did the U.S. hack them first to stop it? What would cause all three to crash on the same day, hours after Trudeau's uh, exploration order? Uh, Canada's the largest banks are offline. Rebel News uh, editor Ezra Levant reported Royal Bank, um, obviously. Did, uh, yeah, we already talked about that. Uh, it, basically, they showed within the last 24 hours, they showed all these stats of these banks and they're dead they went from real high peaks to nothing i i think they they shut them down and they're probably going to blame russia for a cyber attack yeah probably would be my guess but yep. i think they shut them down intentionally because then they're going to claim a cyber attack so they don't have to give people their money that's the problem it's an heic i i don't, I don't know, know how to you. reset that yeah i don't know what to tell you so sorry about that um so yeah but i i i think and this is just one of my crazy conspiracy theories because you know how I love them. Mm -hmm. But I think Trudeau is deliberately pushing things as far as he can so that he gets outed so that that Nazi bitch can take control. Just like Cuomo did in New York. Yeah, I think that's possible. Yeah. I, I don't know if it'll work, but we'll, we, uh, shit, we'll give it a shot. Because if... Think about it, right? If the protests went on, I mean, the Canadian people are, they're, they're done. They're rising up. And for the Canadian people to rise up, that is huge. So if they call for his resignation and he concedes, they will welcome her with open arms like she is the conquering hero coming to save them. And in fact, she is going to be Satan's handmaiden. Well, I I thought you already determined that she was Satan's handmaiden. She is Satan's handmaiden. So I'm I'm just I'm just saying the grass isn't always greener. Sometimes the devil you know. Well, it's normally the worst one. Um either way, uh trying to uh, All right. did so, you get that? No. No, I wanted you to get that. I you probably yeah, should have told me before we were an hour and 20 minutes into the show. Probably. <laughs> it's a good point. Either way, uh, some crazy shit happened, uh, over the, in the course of the last 24 hours, at least over there every and, day, um, in, uh, old high speed, Ukraine. uh, Ukraine. Yeah. Um, they had an artillery shelling. Uh, it was reported in East Ukraine amid complexing statements. Uh, they Didn't said they like hit an orphanage or something. No, they hit a school. Oh, a school. Eastern Ukrainian village of uh, Stainskia. Uh, Stainsk. 
Stancia, uh, Listakata village was shelled with heavy weapons from uh, occupied Donbass area, according to the foreign minister, Demochpo Koluba, uh, in a Twitter post on Thursday. The civilian infrastructure was damaged. We call all partners to swiftly condemn the severe actions against Minsk and agreements with Russia amid the military. Now, I've heard two different stories about this. One of them I heard was Russian forces. Another one I heard was pro-Russian forces from within Ukraine. So, you do what you're going to do with it, but so far, another 100,000 troops have come off the Ukrainian border as of today. So I still think that... Uh, but they're they're still wagging the dog. I've got... Um, oh, no, I know. I know they are yeah, because, yeah. of course, they're going to do that. They're not not going to do that. Because Abe Lincoln was uh, was at it today. Uh, of course he was. He's yes. an idiot. Yeah, he, he is an idiot. And thank God it's only a 30-second clip. Uh, I hope I can find it. Please tell me you didn't shut them all down. It's right here, I think. That was the night. That was that's the that's, one from before. Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. So shush. Just all right. Just let all right. Me hear all right. My crap. Oh no, that's the one we played yesterday. So you can skip that one. All right. Yeah, there you go. There's Abe Lincoln. This turd. Good old Abe Lincoln. Sometimes I hate that we call him that because it gives Abe Lincoln a. Yeah, and you know, he was a. He was a. She looks. What's this? She like looks she's like glitching. she's Stepford glitching. Oh, is this like from the Stepford Wives? Freeland. Yeah. Don't you remember the Stepford Wives? Yeah. Yeah. Which one? The new one or the old one? Obviously the old one. No, because the new one was just as good. The new one wasn't bad. I mean, it, it's the same storyline. I mean, it how was, could it be bad? It, it exact remake of the original. Exactly. They just used like Nicole Kidman <laughs> and a bunch of better looking actresses that we all yeah. know who are. You know, I'm they not a big might be child Kidman, eaters. So. Exactly. Yes, not the pups. Yes, not the pups. So uh, real quick, this is uh, Abe Lincoln. Abe Lincoln talking about the Russia-Ukraine conflict, or lack thereof. Now, I'm mindful that some have called into question our information, recalling previous instances where intelligence ultimately did not bear out. But let me be clear. I am here today not to start a war, but to prevent one. The information I presented here yeah. is validated by what we've seen unfolding in plain sight before our eyes for months. You! You liar! Yeah. Uh, I don't believe you for a second. Yeah. I can't believe that you even started it off like that. I can't even believe you said that. You look like an alien you look like a lizard person he really does <laughs> he really does look, look like a lizard hold on person. let me bring this back up <laughs> he, really, he really does, he folks. does. <laughs> it looks like the skin you, is falling off of his that, bones. like fork tongue to come out of his mouth exactly. and just you know look at his nose his little yes. nostrils are all fucking <laughs> 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 well fucking uh tool. russia couldn't fucking believe him either so of course they couldn't this it came out of the daily mail uh, you will not turn this meeting into a circus. Russia slams Blinken at UN summit over his dangerous claim that Putin might launch false flag chemical weapons attack before invading Ukraine and insists that Russian troops are retreating. So the Russians are like, no, we're retreating. And Biden's over here going, they're going to start a chemical weapons attack. I mean, for fuck's sake. Sake a already. chemical weapons attack. No. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Um, oh, my. A chemical weapons attack. Oh, my. So, chemical weapons uh, attack. Oh Russia my. accused Secretary of State Anthony Blinken Thursday of raising tensions in Eastern European 
after he issued a warning that Moscow's plans for a false flag operation may include a chemical weapons attack to manufacture a pretext for invading Ukraine. Blinken used a meeting of the United Nations Security Council to set out the fullest account yet of what Washington knows about Russia's plans. In response, Russian Deputy Foreign Minister Sergei Vershinin said Blinken's said Blinken's scenarios were regrettable. Who is calling you in the middle of the show? No idea. Seriously. Somebody who didn't want us to be on, obviously. Apparently. Um, they would even go so far as to say they are dangerous because they bring in more tension into the yeah, already tense atmosphere, he said, before repeating Moscow's discredited claims that some troops were already heading back after completing drills. Um so their showdown came during a day of high drama as both sides launched efforts to seize the diplomatic high ground. It began with artillery strikes that she just spoke about. Um, meanwhile, oh, okay. And, uh, and British prime minister Boris Johnson said the result images of a Russell of a rubble strewn kindergarten appeared to be part of a false flag operation designed to undermine Ukraine. You know what I find hysterical? What's up? I'm when sure you're going to tell me anyway, but when we talk about false flags, mm -hmm. we're called conspiracy theorists. Yep. And yet I have heard the term false flag over and over again in the news from the left to talk about Russia for, for the last two weeks. How yep. are they hijacking our verbiage? Uh, real easy. They suck. It's a government. I guess. Um, so anyway, so, so Blinken said Russia was preparing for an invasion in the coming days, and it would start with creating an excuse to attack. We don't know exactly the formal take, he said. It could be fabricated so-called terrorist bombing inside Russia, the invented discovery of the mass grave, a staged drone strike against civilians, or a fake or even a real attack using chemical weapons. His dramatic scenario echoed echoed President Joe Biden, who earlier earlier told reporters he believed Putin will invade Ukraine in the next several days and that Russia was engaged in a false flag operation. They are wagging this dog so hard. It is just ridiculous. Oh, yeah. No, I know. So I'm I, I don't now. Now we're talking about chemical weapons. Oh my God, this thing sucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it does. They're talking about chemical weapons. They've talked about everything. I mean, look at everything they've talked about. They've yeah. talked about other countries being involved in this now, not just Ukraine. Yeah, uh, and I believe Russia basically told Biden, get the hell out of here. They yeah. asked him to pull the, all the American troops out yep. from around there because yep. like, he's like, you are, you're trying to instigate a from war. Poland and uh, Germany. They're yeah. like, yep, pull them back. Hungary, I think. Yeah. Just ridiculous. So, yeah, they are trying to instigate a war. 100% trying to instigate a war. So, either way, uh, some key hints that America is headed for its worst real estate crash in history. Mm, good thing we bought our house when we did. I, you know what? You know what I hate? I, what? I just noticed this, too. I noticed this on a couple different articles today. I was reading this one, though, and it says right in the middle of it, it says, oh, it's a five-minute read. Yeah. Are, have we become that fucking lazy as a country yes. that we have to know how much time it's going to take us yes. to read this article? No, you know what's even worse is when you go on those sites and it says three-minute read and at the top there's a little play button where someone can read it to you. It's like, uh, I don't want Siri to fucking I don't, read it to me. I don't need an audible news article. I can read it my damn self. So uh, 
Key indicator, hence uh, America's headed for its worst real estate crash in history. And there's some real big ones on this one. Although it's impossible to predict the economic crashes, it's certainly a key economic indicator suggests that the U.S. housing market is on the verge of an unprecedented crash. This one could end up being the biggest in America's history. Following the 2008 stock real estate market crashes, the Federal Reserve, uh, Democratic-led Congress and presidential administrations, George W. Bush and Barack Obama began un unprecedented efforts to pump up new dollars in the financial system and to no lesser extent at the economy at large. Um, essentially what they're saying is the dollar is about, the dollar is basically on a bubble and that bubble's just about to pop. Yeah. So if you own real estate, uh, as a result of these policies, shockingly large bubble prices uh, have formed in the real estate market. The average sale prices of homes in the fourth quarter of 2021 were uh, 477900 compared to 403900 in the fourth quarter of 2020. Uh, a house for 384600 and in the fourth quarter of uh, 2019 was actually $93,300. Yeah. So uh, just two years, by far the biggest increase ever recorded in just 24 months. Oh, that's absolutely true. I mean, think about it. When we, yep. when we first started looking at selling our house, and it took me a year and a half to get our house ready to sell because I was waiting. Um, and I, I, I was waiting for this perfect time. But we made an additional hundred thousand dollars on our house because we waited a year. Yep. I mean, it's it was insane. Uh, there's a chance that the housing prices will not drop or only drop minimally if the Fed decides to continue to keep interest rates low despite the ongoing inflation crisis. It might prevent real estate uh, crash the size and scale of one. Uh, discussed above. It will come at a cost, though, more inflation, even bigger market distortions, and perhaps the collapse of the dollar altogether. Regardless of what the Fed does in the short term, it's clear that America's disastrous monetary policy, uh, chickens are coming home to roost. Prepare accordingly. You know the other reason that the real estate market's going to crash? Why? I'm sure you're going to tell me anyway. So right now, inventory is incredibly low, mm -hmm. right? Um, everyone's going to die. Well, yeah. And then you're going to have a whole bunch of empty houses. So really quick, uh, Pennsylvania mail-in voting suffers another defeat in court. Uh, the Pennsylvania state court Wednesday delivered another blow to the state's universal mail-in ballot, ballot law by issuing an order that previous rulings rendered uh, law null and can take effect starting in March. The Commonwealth Court Judge uh, Mary Hannah Levitt previously wrote in late January that the law violated the state constitution. On Wednesday, Levitt and the Republicans who challenged the law are likely to prevail when the state Supreme Court hears the case next month. The judge also wrote that the appeal by Democratic Governor Tom Wolf's administration assumes that the higher court will overrule the decisions were rendered in 1862 and 1924, which would indicate that the laws passed ex to expand absentee voting. Administration lawyers did not identify the era Error in those decisions, Levitt added, the state Supreme Court is scheduled to hear the case in oral arguments on March 8th. Commonwealth's court on January 28th struck down the mail-in voting law to take effect March 15th under Levitt's new ruling. There you go. Mail-in voting is on its way out, folks. Yep. If you have, th this is what's so important about court cases. If you've got the court case in the background, boom, gonna die. That's it. If you can name predicate and you can law list law, you can do it. So CNN uh, decided to run Chinese state media ad glorifying the Beijing Olympics. Of well, course. of course, because they, I mean, CNN 
They're trying Write, writes their checks. Yep. Uh, I mean, ch- the CCP writes CNN's checks. We didn't uh, download it. However, uh, a winter sporting event like no other reads the headline in the article, yeah. which begins with a glowing account of the Chinese Communist Party efforts to make the occasion more environmentally friendly than ever. Uh, sponsored articles supplied by the Chinese state-run Xinhao News Agency, um, who also had one of their lead reporters arrested because he spoke out against Xi and uh, all of his work was confiscated and government troops walked in the building, arrested him, pulled him off. And he's probably sitting with the Uyghurs somewhere going to die tomorrow. Um, and uh, features imagery of children skiing on snow covered fields, including a toddler with a heartwarming smile, sporting full ski gear, including eye catching vermilion goggles. Do they show the nuclear Power plants in the background? Oh, you mean the dystopian environment that the ski jumpers <laughs> yes. are jumping over? How is that the most environmentally friendly place to be? Oh my god! So, give me one second because I want to play this for you because I want everybody to hear this. This okay. is really interesting. I heard this this morning. Hold on, sorry about this. The ad. Fuck yeah, me. pull that down. Um, I hate that. It, I had to listen to that shit over and over and over again when I was at work. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Nobody likes you anyway. Well, obviously. I mean. No. It's apparent. No one, Son of no a one missed bitch. me. All right. Hold on. Oh. Stop. <laughs> oh, my God. This thing's so stupid. It's just like listening to them on TV. <laughs> Fucking retards. Tara. Each one of them. <laughs> There's, I love Tara. So Tara bought her house. Uh, oh, oh. For... Glad what? Glad I sold and got a new house when I did. Yes. Yep, she moved here. like right before, like right a month before we did. Awesome. House, my house. for 80- So she bought her house for $87,900 in 2012 and sold it for $200,000 awesome. in 2021. Hells yeah. That's the way you make some money yep, right there. Exactly. Whispers. Everyone's going to die. <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> Everyone is going to die. All right. So unfortunately, sooner rather than later. I want you to listen to what thing. is going on here because this is all going to make you go, huh? Huh? Because we uh, we talked about this about two weeks ago. If you've been listening to our show for a hot minute, yep. you know that we talked about this about two weeks ago. But now they're actually doing it on TV, on mainstream TV. Amazing. And you know when I put these holes up, it's serious. See, I can't stand these two whores. Uh, of course. Oh, because you didn't turn the volume back up. (laughs) Signs in the pandemic. Nationwide, COVID cases down 40% since last week, reaching their lowest level since September. Hospitalizations down 28%. Deaths have fallen 9%, but still at a distressingly high average. That's more than 2,200 people a day. So the question is, is it time to take off those masks? With more states letting mandates expire, the rules across the country are... Okay, so everybody look, okay? Yeah. Let's see, red states. Oh, their mandates banned or restricted. Yep. Uh, let's see, statewide recommended state, uh, what is it? State? Man- mandated statewide, counties. recommended statewide, some yep. counties, and then mandated, no mandate. Yeah. So you got one, two, three, four, four states that are still mandating it statewide. You got recommended all the way across the rest, and then uh, no mandate or no guidance given. New York has no mandate and no guidance given. Nor How does Connecticut, that? nor does Massachusetts, That's nor not... does Ohio, nor does West Virginia. Well, because everyone nor does just Delaware. complies. They don't need to mandate it. Everyone just does it. Yeah. San Diego, uh, South Dakota, uh, Utah, Nebraska. Wow. Man, this is how they divide us, folks. Right here, this map is a perfect example. Of yeah, it. no shit. 
are, to put it nicely, a confusing patchwork. And the CDC is promising revised guidance soon. Yeah, with us now to talk about all of it is Dr. Ashish Jha. He's the dean of Brown University School of Public Health. Dr. Jha, good morning. Good morning. Hi. Good to see you. Good morning. So the numbers are down. Everyone is sort of cheering, pulling out the pom-pom, saying, wow, it looks like it's time. Do you think it's time to do away with masks um, altogether? Yeah, so I do think that over the next few weeks, we're going to, I think it's going to be reasonable to lift mask mandates. Infections, as you said, are dropping precipitously. Hospital capacity has gotten better. Deaths are going to get much better in the next few weeks. So, yeah, I think it's a pretty reasonable time to pull off the mask mandates. What about in schools? Because that's yeah. the one, I mean, even here in New York, they, they've yeah. lifted some of the mandates. School's still in effect. I mean, and that's for a lot of us mm -hmm. with little kids. Yeah. We're wondering when can they take them off? When is it safe? I think it's pretty reasonable for schools as well. I mean, first of all, all school-age kids can now get vaccinated. So that's good news. Um, and infections in places like New York are down, what, 90, 95 percent mm -hmm. from their peak. So pretty reasonable to do it in schools as well. Some people say that once you do away with the mask mandate, people are going to just say, well, those are gone forever. And as you report a lot, these things come and go. They go, there could be another surge coming. Do you think it would be tough to say, okay, guys, now we're going Fuck back you, to masks you all dumb over bitch. again? No, so I think communication here is key, Hoda. So the when we lift mask mandates now, we should make it clear that if there is another surge, if there's another variant, we're going to ask people to put their mask back on for a short period of time. I think if we telegraph that very quickly yeah. and I mean, very carefully and clearly, I think people are going to be pretty reasonable and be willing to do that again. Hmm. Well, there are some places where I think I might wear <laughs> no, a mask forever. No, no. Um, and this is this is what's going on. She's right going to wear a mask forever. Someone, oh, oh, yeah. There's okay. some places that she's going to wear. A mask. Yeah, go go to the next clip though, because Hold there's. On. I want to hear some... where she's going to wear a mask forever now, such as the yeah. subway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I was on a crowded subway the other day. Yeah. I was happy to have my mask on. Right. What if I'm wearing? Weren't you afraid of getting mugged? I heard is no one takes the subway anymore protection? because crime's so bad. If you're wearing a high quality mask, it actually provides a very high degree of protection. No, it doesn't. So. Long story short, folks, what no, I want, no, what doesn't. I was trying to exemplify here before um, somebody got in there and started getting pissed off. Because <laughs> I can't stand that gun. She just pisses me so, off so Essentially, what, what's going on here is they're sitting there saying, uh, well, you know, they got uh, mass mandates and stuff. And the point is, is that kids here soon will be able to get the vaccine. They were just talking about it today on the radio, and I don't know how many people actually listen to FM radio anymore, but I can tell you I was for just a little bit of a time. And listening to it, I heard them say, hey, guess what? If kids see other kids getting the vaccine, it'll inspire other kids to get the vaccine. Oh, no. I'm telling you, they're coming after the kids because they want to get these shots in the arms. You heard it last yeah. night when we played the freaking, uh, uh, what's his name? The uh, uh, Project Veritas yeah. video. Oh yeah, they want to put the FCA guy executive. Yep. Yeah, they want to put three three jabs in your kids' arms, and then, and I, this is another one I heard. They're gonna start doing it in school, folks. Oh. Just wait. Your kid's going to come home and goes, and he's going to be grabbing his shoulder, and you're going to say, "What's wrong with your shoulder?" Well, they gave us the jab today. What jab? Yep. And who did it? Because at that point, I'm going to go in that person's life. Um. So again, you're, well, we don't promote violence. You're pulling one of my conspiracy theories because at the beginning of the school year, yeah. oh no, you said August, it. I, I know you did. Right. I, I said it. Not only did I say it, but I sent an email to our kid's school and I was like, under no circumstances are you to inject my child with anything ever. This isn't, this is no longer a conspiracy theory. I know. They are actually coming out and fucking saying it. I know. They're not even covering it up anymore. This isn't a scratch and sniff or a fucking scratch off. They're actually saying this shit on FM radio. Yeah. 
I about stabbed myself in the forehead. I almost wrecked the truck. <laughs> Please don't. You know how hard it is to get a new car these days? <laughs> so it was a work truck, but I mean. Wow, that, that's even worse. I know. Chris would kill me. <laughs> really what? All right. So, so there, um, there's some there's some um, uh, dispute over over the, the masks for schools. And now a message from Dr. Anthony Fauci. Now, we could get lucky because the trajectory right now is going way down. And it very well may be that if you take masks off the kids in the next week or so, it's... Oh, look, there's my other walking colostomy bag of fuck-ups, Chuck <laughs> Todd, who's absolutely worthless. Look how fat he is. He is definitely <laughs> suffering from, like, bloated fucking uh, vaccine fucking uh, syndrome. You've interrupted our overlord. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> going to keep going down but you've really got to be careful you know you don't want to say it's an absolutely wrong decision it's understandable why people want to take masks off the kids but right now given the level of activity that we have it is risky now we could get lucky because the trajectory and right now it's, is it's going flying again. way it's, down. It's risky. And it very well may be. He thinks it's risky to take, take the masks off, off the kids. kids. Well, he is an idiot. Because it's risky. As it's coming out, recent uh, easing of COVID-19 mandates has nothing to do with politics, according to Overlord Fauci. Yeah. It has nothing to do with nothing to do politics. with politics. Nothing. White House COVID-19 advisor. It's just so weird that in an election year... He fucking all of a sudden says, well, it's just it's risky to do it, it's folks. Risky. It's risky. It's risky. risky. It's risky to put your to put a kit, your put a mask on your kid. Yeah. That's oh, what's risky. That's really risky. Seriously. Uh, His hair looks awful, yeah. too. You're right. Oh, it does. It yeah, does. most certainly does. But either way, Tucker's um, hair looks so much better. White House uh, COVID-19 advisor Anthony Fauci suggested that politics had little do little to do with the decision in recent recent weeks from Democrat officials to rescind COVID-19 uh, vaccine and mask mandates. Interesting. I would say it's the politics. Uh, I think it's different evaluation uh, for what, for right now, what is particular for our communities, Fauci said in response to questioning during an MSNBC interview on Tuesday. Uh, states including New Jersey, New York, Delaware, Connecticut in recent days have sh started lifting vaccine mandates and prompting speculation that polling numbers may have contributed to their decision. You think? That's what I said. Yeah. Several cities, including Philadelphia and Washington, also announced ends to their respective vaccine and passport mandates for restaurants. When you use the word politics, I'm not sure it's that. I, th I just think that you're at the local level and you have strong feelings and needing to get back to normality, Fauci added. So now he cares the about the local interview. level? Now he cares no. about individual communities? What happened to his one-size-fits-all? policy no he doesn't give a shit no he doesn't give a shit uh really quick because i'm not gonna get wait wait but go to the next there's one more clip here because it's it's quite funny and the last clip we're gonna have to save for um the the next one but this this bitch oh geez too. Is, 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 is is she back yeah she's back oh jesus christ yeah because we're still on the hey, mask folks. here the linebacker is back. She I got to get, I got to get it. Oh, I know what I'm going to get. I'm going to okay. get a clip for her and for uh, Stacey Abrams because the Stacey Abrams oh, commercial no. started. Oh man, they're horrible. If you've never seen a Stacey Abrams uh, commercial. Ugh. I will say but before you, well, now play this first. There's literally nothing in this life without risk. Yes. Absolutely true. And risky. Yeah, risky again. I hate it here. <laughs> it's so good, Tara. You hate it on the face of this planet, Tara? I hope you don't hate it here in the show. No shit. 
Personally, personally, okay. personally, personally, I listen to the little voice in my head mm-hmm. that a lot doesn't really follow 100% what they tell me because mm-hmm. they keep changing it. Yep. Right. So like very short time ago, they were saying, put the N95 masks right. on and make, and now they make sure it's on. And now they're saying you don't have to wear them anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, if I go on the subway. Folks, look, this twat is not wearing our flags. No. No, that's our green screen. That's just the green through. screen yeah. showing through. I don't know why. Sorry about that. Oh, so weird. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, go ahead. If I go in a bus, if I go into the theater, if I go into um, where else would I a go? A crowded spot. A crowded yeah, place. Crowd. I would wear a mask, and I might do that indefinitely mm-hmm. because why do I need a flu or a cold even? Right. That's and so I'm listening to myself right now. I sort of, li- I mean, I don't think it's 100 percent safe. Okay, so first of all, you dumb twat. Okay, a flu and a cold those viruses are smaller than covid-19 yeah. you dumb twat yeah the mat- so all right you know i went out with my mom oh a couple weeks ago right and we went shopping remember because we got the new house and uh and we go into at home and she puts a fucking mask on and i'm like mom what are you doing you've already had covid you have natural immunity now you definitely don't want to wear the mask and you know what she said to me well i don't want to get the flu I was like, you know what? The masks don't stop the flu. I can't. I'm like, mom, we never wore masks any previous flu season. And do you know why? Because they don't work. I hate this timeline. I'm so with you on this one, Tara. (laughs) I hate this timeline too. I am so done. I am so done with the timeline. This is uh, ridiculous. Yes. Although, Although, let me tell you something that's not ridiculous though, because this is a big one. Bob Saget's family sues in a bid to stop authorities from releasing pictures and videos. I understand why they're suing and I completely uh, agree with them. And I don't believe there should be any release of what his body look like or anything like that. Yeah. One of the problems I do have with this though, is I don't believe the police are taking it as seriously as they should. They're very much making this more about. He fell over and hit his head on the headboard and that caused his orbital bones to shatter. Yet they have no proof that that ever happened. Yeah, I, that yeah, is that, where my issue is. There's no proof of it. You don't get multiple Skull fractures. Skull fractures. From one hit. From from hitting your head on the nightstand or a headboard. And unless. I'm sorry, I no. worked in a hotel and I know those headboards, they're all padded. Unless. Unless. Time, time out. Okay. Pause for effect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unless. Killary standing behind you with a fucking <laughs> lead pipe. Baseball bat. And she smashes your fucking head in. That'll give you some fucking contusions and some breaks all over your skull. Yeah. So. Yeah. Just saying. Uh, hey. Uh, I, I think that this is, I, I, I want to bet. I'm not saying that this woman's like this Kelly Rizzo. I don't know if I don't know anything about her. I don't even remember anything about her or who she is. Um, uh, but apparently she's trying to stop this and I don't know if she's taken a payoff from I, the I, left on this. I don't know to try and stop people from looking into his death. I know for a fact though, uh, because another comedian has come out and said that he was most of his jokes that he was about to do was going to be about the vaccine and about boosters and how stupid people are for going and get the vaccine. And then he was going to say, well, I did it too. So don't worry about it. We're all in the same boat. We're all going to die together. And he was dead set against not getting a booster. You know what? I had heard that he was against getting the booster and the jokes he was making about the booster were uh, a prelude to him coming out against the vaccine. So it would not surprise me. 
Yeah, no one wants to see your stupid face anyway, Joy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Agree. Absolutely. Agreed. Yeah. And Bubba, Bubba finally, finally showed up and delivered. <laughs> with his ball peen hammer. God. So where? Where? Where did he show up? Damn yeah. it, Bubba. You should In Orlando, me apparently. <laughs> um, so the last clip that we're not going to play, we might save it for the next COVID special, but it is kind of important. Um, but it is, it's, it's very long. Which one's this one? Um, this one? No, no, no. Actually, that's 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 another conspiracy theory proven true, uh, and and we'll get to that in a, and we'll go over that in a second. Um, but Nuremberg too is ongoing. It started last week. Uh, the grand jury. I, I told you the grand jury. Uh, has started with opening statements um, from Reiner Fulmick. Now, mind you, this is this is all happening in Europe because for me, attorney at law. Again, the I, United I, States. I want to bring this up. Because okay, all right. I, I think this is uh, one of those important. Well, ones. you know, if you just play the first like four, <clears throat> the first four points, he right. he he just he lays it out everything that we've been talking about for the past year. All right, we're gonna play it real quick. In Germany, for an overview. Thank you. <clears throat> Good afternoon. My name is Rainer Füllmich, and it is my pleasure to serve as one member of a group of distinguished international attorneys and lawyers who have been collaborating on this very important case for many months now. This case, involving the most heinous crimes against humanity committed under the guise of a corona pandemic on a global scale, looks complicated only at first glance. But when you put together all those pieces, all those little pieces of the puzzle, as we will do this for you with the help of many renowned experts and other witnesses during this proceeding, you will see four sets of facts. One, there is no corona pandemic, but only a PCR test pandemic, fueled by an elaborate psychological operation designed to create a constant state of panic among the world's population. This agenda has been long planned. It's ultimately unsuccessful. Precursor was the swine flu some 12 years ago. And it was cooked up by a group of super rich, psychopathic and sociopathic people who hate and fear people at the same time, have no empathy and are driven by the desire to gain full control over all of us, the people of the world. They are using our governments and the mainstream media, both of which they literally own, to convey their panic propaganda 24-7. Two, the virus itself can be treated safely and effectively with vitamin C, D, zinc, etc., and also with off-label use of ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, etc. But all these, not alternative methods of treatment, but real methods of treatment, were banned by those who are using the guise of this pandemic to push their ultimate goal, which is to get everyone to receive the, as we will show in this proceeding, not only ineffective, but highly dangerous, yes, lethal experimental injections. Three, the same people who made the swine flu, which ultimately turned out to be a mild flu, into a pandemic 12 years ago by first changing the definition of what a pandemic is and then creating panic, created this corona pandemic. The swine flu was their first real attempt at creating a pandemic. 
And just as one of its purposes then was to divert our attention from the blatantly fraudulent activities of their financial industry, more aptly to be called a financial mafia, which had become visible through the Lehman crisis, In this is also of one of their major purposes of, of this corona pandemic now. Had we taken a closer look then during the Lehman crisis, instead of blindly believing our governments, uh, government's promises that the perpetrators of those financial crimes will be held, held liable, we would have seen th uh, then that they had been looting and plundering our public coffers for decades. And we would have seen that our governments are not our governments anymore. Rather, they have been taken over by the other side through their main platform, the World Economic Forum, which had started to create their own global leaders through their Young Global Leaders Program as early as 1992. All I can say Two is, of the first graduates I'm not even going to let Merkel this continue. Finally. He's laying it all Fucking out. Fucking finally. Yes. You know that this motherfucker's getting killeried. <laughs> uh, he's been talking, I mean, he's been going on for a year about this, so I don't I don't know. I mean, he laid he laid out New World Order shit he, right yeah, there. Yeah, he does. He just said. He talks about World Economic Forum, yeah. That's New World Order right yeah. there. Bro. Oh, yeah. You know, so we, we give God praise and we just thank God, yeah, that people are getting well. It's only eternity that will be able to see all the people that we touched. So I tell everybody, please don't wait till you get sick. Don't wait till you can't breathe. Everybody needs to have hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin in their medicine cabinet. Get it. Go on our website, drstellamd.com. Use promo code DEFIANT. You get 5% off. If you don't get it, if you wait till you get sick, by the time we mail it to you, it might be two or three days and you'll be going through serious panic. People have ended up in the hospital because they didn't know this information. Share the information with everybody you know. Give them the promo code DEFIANT. It doesn't matter. Even they don't watch this show. So that they can get this thing, keep it in their medicine cabinet. We don't know what else is going to happen. The last time I heard there was a fluoro, they had fluorona, they had Delta Crown, they had Omni, Delta, I don't know. They, it looks like they just cook up something at Davos and then create some name and throw it out there and start harassing us. So just make sure, whether it's Furocron, Delta Cron, or whatever, or Omnicron, they are all sensitive to hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. Here is the part, here is the thing, right? There are some doctors that are hydroxychloroquine only. There are some other doctors that are ivermectin only. only. Yep. There are other ones that are destinite only. That's not what we do. When we get somebody gets sick, we have a whole cocktail. We give them hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, budesonide. We give them uh, a Z-pack. We give them baby aspirin to stop them from getting blood clots. We give them a steroid to stop the inflammation. We give them, so you know something. So it's a whole cocktail. It's not one medicine. And People I always tell me, well, I got sick and what do I do? What, should I increase my dose? I said, no, go back to the website, sign up as a, a repeat patient and get treated properly. Yeah. Either way, folks. Okay. Uh, so uh, we got to run though because we're running real late on time. I know, time. but the the very the very last one. Um, pull up that that other clip. It's not a. It, it's just. Uh, it's actually a tweet from the CDC. We're not going to play the video that's attached because I don't want to. But um, so you remember how? Now we broke. You particularly broke this first before anybody else. Yeah. That they were collecting our genetic material and sending it to Gi to China yep. to specifically form bioweapons against, against us. us. Correct. Read that tweet for me. Okay, remember that COVID-19 nose swab test you took? What really happened in the what, what what happened to the swab? It was processed with a PCR test. There's a 10% chance that it ended up in a lab for 
uh, genomic sequencing analysis. Learn more about the process and its importance here. And it gives a link. So, yeah, and the link is to a YouTube video where it says it went all over the world for genomic sequencing. So mm. every time you took a PCR test, they connected, they collected your genetic material and they sent it to China. So, but why do you do that? Well, they're saying they're trying to detect what variant was most prominent. No. Why do you do that? Because they look at your your genes to see they take, you know, want to know one real important thing? Hmm. There are unvaccinated bags and there are vaccinated bags for those no swaps. Have you ever noticed that? I didn't. One says unvaccinated, one says vaccinated. Interesting. Why would they separate those? Because they used to say positive and negative. Why do they separate those like that? Because they want the unvaccinated to test positive and the, unvac uh, the vaccinated no, to test no, negative? No, no, no. Hmm. They send it because your genes have changed if you've been vaccinated. Oh, shit. Your if you've been, if you're unvaccinated, your genes are still the same. Here. Yeah. Uh, so now they have both sets of genes so they can create the next super virus that turns all of our organs into liquid shit. You know, Reiner Fulmick in his opening statements actually goes into how they are trying to change our genes. And he even talks about transhumanism yep. in that opening. We will play that. It's like 18 minutes. And we're going to be doing uh, our first quarter uh, COVID special should be coming up here Soon. either next month or the end of next month, probably yeah. because we got a lot going on in the we beginning. Do. We're going to have a bunch of days where we're not going to be on. Which... I think only two. I was actually looking at the calendar. There's only two days and I think we're going to be able to put some interviews in there then. So well, no, we'll it's see. a lot more than two. No, because every I other day is 10, on 10 but, days straight, but they up. all show up on a Friday or a Sunday when we're off anyway. There's, it's only the 16th and the 17th of March that you actually have something oh. when we would normally be recording. So okay. it's it's not too bad. Um, we do have a lot coming up, though. So on uh, Saturday, because um, we're, we're actually to let's see, yes, yeah, Saturday is the next day we'll be back. Um, but we have a wedding that day. So we'll be... It'll be a recording. Yeah, uh, we'll be showing the recording of the interview we did with My Family Thinks I'm Crazy, yep. which is a blast. Uh, great for the, the conspiracy one. Um, we'll be back on Monday with our uh, regular newscast. Tuesday, uh, we'll have Alfredo Alpha Luna from the Alpha Warrior show Has he on. like confirmed or is he? Well, I mean, he, he, he confirmed through Calendly and he has not changed it yet. So okay. as of right now, we're good. And, uh, and Thursday we've got trucker Bob Musselwhite from, uh, South Carolina. On I can't as well. wait for that one. So yeah, it's, it's, Hey, if you got any South Carolina awesome. peeps or people that live in South Carolina, let them know that we're going to have trucker Bob on. Yep. Uh, he is a grassroots candidate that's running in South Carolina and not getting absolutely zero, uh, support from the GOP, which doesn't go. It's not like something new that we're, uh, yeah, it's like, you know what? I was listening to the legit bat podcast and I know we've got to close out here, but I was listening to the, uh, we are, we always miss you, Tara. Uh, the legit bat legit bat podcast and they had the propaganda report on and i've talked about the prop report before because brad binkley um you know it's monica perez and brad yeah. binkley and they used to both be here in georgia monica moved to california after they got kicked off the air after they covered uh event 201 um but brad binkley's still here and he was talking about the gubernatorial race and he was like oh yeah it's you know kemp running against purdue and he didn't say anything about candace and I was like, what the fuck? So I immediately texted Joe from Legit Bat. And I was mm -hmm. like, hey, I just listened to your podcast. Please tell Brad Binkley to look up Candace Taylor because she's running for governor of Georgia and she's awesome and he's going to love her. So maybe we can get Candace some exposure on the propaganda report. Well, that'd be good. That would be good. Uh, real quick, though, uh, just a 
couple things. You all had some homework to do. I told you to uh, look up the Pessor family. You know what? I looked it up today and I, I got, it didn't come up with the spelling that you gave, by the way. Um, it came up, it came up as Pastor P-A-S-T-E-U-R. No, it comes up P-A-Y-S-E-U-R. Uh, S P A Y S E U R. All right. So I was doing it S T. And I'm going to tell you why this is important. Uh, uh -huh. Bloodlines of the Illuminati is one of the first articles I pulled up just yep. so you're aware. And the 13 most powerful families in the world. Interesting. So we'll get into that. We'll dive into that later on. That might be one of our first uh, conspiracy ones when we actually talk about this stuff. This is a uh, real interesting stuff here. I just started the going back through this. I remember they're, Mer they're Merovingians, Merovingians. Yes. Merovingians. They are Merovingians. Okay. Yes. Well, Pessoas okay. are Merovingians. They're one of the original Merovingian lines that uh, existed in Europe and uh, has kind of gone worldwide. Uh, Excellent. You, we know them here in the United States as the Rockefellers. <laughs> of course we do. We also know them as another family, too, in the United States. But I'm going to save that one. You're going to have to tune in on Saturday for that one. Saturday, we have Courtney Epson, and She might actually bring this up. This is kind of some might. of the research I'm doing for Courtney because there's a lot of there, stuff in there. There is. Um, from, Speaking of research. Huh? Because she comes from a Freemason family. Yeah. And I was looking for your St. Patrick's Day coats today, and I found a very interesting book amongst your things. Yeah, I, you bought it for me. What are you talking about? The purple book? Yeah. Yes, you bought that for me. I did? Yes. When? Uh, I don't know, like 10, 15 years ago? Shit. You never opened it. No, I did. <laughs> okay. I, I have opened it very much. Thank you. Doesn't seem well read. That's because I'm very careful with it because I don't want it to fall apart and burn in my hands. <laughs> I touch so it with a white, white gloves. Yes. So anyway. Okay. Either way, I just listened to that one today. What's that? Wait, oh, wait. Uh, she's talking about the uh, the Legit Bat podcast. Okay. So, so yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, and yes, yes, yes. We could do that on a Saturday. Yes, yeah. That's so exactly our Saturday I'm show is, uh, it goes a little, it goes later. It starts at 830. Um, and, and we go, we'll go late. Well, it'll probably start at nine. We, we started 8.30 with pre-show stuff, but we'll go live at 9 on Saturday and we'll probably go for a couple hours, like yes, three hours. Probably. So that will be our regular, we're going to call it True Spiracy. It would be, uh, yeah, True Spiracy with uh, Mick and Velen. Yeah, True Spiracy with Mick and Velen. Yep. So. So either way, yep. uh, again, like, share, subscribe, and yep. go over, check out Josh at the Red Pills Project. Yeah, he's as coming he on right should now. should be coming on right as we're talking right now. Yep. And uh, enjoy, folks. We appreciate you coming out, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening. Night.